This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 296, transferring a root faction to Twilight Imperium. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. I feel like it's a holiday once a month. It's gal- it's Hunter. It's Galactic Council Day, or now it's every two months, huh? Isn't it? Ooh, it's even yeah. more spread out. But yeah. Hunter, Happy Galactic Council Day! Ah, uh, Happy Galactic Council Day to you, Matt. Today is the day where we don't get to decide what we do. <laughs> the the de- democracy has spoken, democracy. and we have had an election. Uh, and the election ha- is closed, mm-hmm. and the winners are the winners, and the losers are the losers. <laughs> and we will not see these losers again in any future election, because that's, <laughs> that's how, how elections works. work. Yeah, Because well, when never... you lose, you never come back. <laughs> that's just how it is, right? Because, uh, I mean, if you lost once, why would you come back? That's, but that's just how it is, you know? And that's the, it just makes sense that way. Um <laughs> But yeah, so here we are. We got we got our we got our thing this time. We all threw out a bunch of ideas at y'all. Some of them yeah. bad, some of them good. Uh, and this time, y'all gave us a real fun one. And I'm, I want to say I appreciate yeah, that, Galactic yeah, Council. Thank you. The it, it was it was three percent off from Necrotech combinations. Something I'll be real. Hunter and I didn't want to do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we were not interested in that one, but we put it on there. And uh, instead, today we get to do something fun, some old school improvisation fun we have to take. Let's explain. Oh, let's back up. Okay. This yeah, show yeah. is wonderfully sponsored by Leader Games, or at least at the time of recording. I don't know. Maybe you're listening to this in 10 years and th- other Ooh, yeah, things Maybe we happened. have falling out. Yeah. Who yeah, knows? Who knows? <laughs> but uh, who knows? Uh, Leader Games is a wonderful game. Root is one we've talked about many times in the past, and we've interviewed Cole, and we, we love talking about Root. I still love Root, and I'm still looking forward to more Root stuff in the future. Uh, I, I keep kind of slowly teasing, if you've been watching uh, BotBot's streams on our channel uh, on the on the Space Cats Twitch, you might know that we're sort of working up to uh, a, a tournament to do again at some point here, and I don't know when. I'm not going to say the near future. I have no idea when we're going to actually make things happen, but I want to do like a hireling tournament so anyways we're always thinking about root right love root uh today's task hunter is we have to take one of the root factions of which there are uh-huh. 10 there are 10 yeah. root factions there's 10 and we need to dis- we need to pick one and we need to turn it into a twilight imperium faction so i feel like we need Ooh. to start before we even pick the faction can we sort of lay down like what that maybe means because uh like at the bare bones level the struggle of today is root factions are a written as their own little board game, right? There's like their own their faction sheet is like its own little set of goals uh-huh. and mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, that's useful for us because it's more detail that we can then use yes. to inform right. Twilight Imperium version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But more importantly, within all of that, a root faction's goal is to get to thirty points, and in this one, they only have to get to ten. They got a third of the work they have to do today. You're right, Matt. Um, that is a very that is a very good point. It will be that will be the biggest, the biggest struggle. All of the root I mean, factions are overpowered. They get to ten points so fast compared to yeah. a Twilight Imperium faction. 
That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, wh how does this work for you in your head? I thought we were going to take them and make them a Twilight Imperium faction, meaning they'd be fully made into a TI faction, uh -huh. meaning they would score points the same way. You're saying you kind of want That's the point scoring idea. to be different. That's a weird. I wasn't thinking in that direction. You thought maybe. We could do that instead, I suppose. You thought maybe that for all the root factions that are in TI, they would get one point every time they destroy like a space dock. <laughs> Every time they destroy a PDS Man. or space dock, they get a point. Can you imagine, though? Can you imagine Twilight Imperium with that kind of point uh, system in it? Where it's just like, it's like kill a space dock and get a point. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not really sure what would... I mean, that's cool. If you want... If, if your problem is that there's not enough space risk, which it seems like on this show... That, that does seem to be a lot of people's problem. Everybody just hates... Everybody hates the trade. Everybody hates the politics. Talking to your friends. Y'all just want to play a dumber game? Then just go do it. Like, yeah. there are There's lots so of games out there. Dumb games. Just play, like, X-Wing. Actually, mm. X-Wing is not even dumb. I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry I even framed it that way. It's a joke. That's yeah. a joke. Okay. But, yeah, go play. There's lots of games that let you blow up your friends yeah. in, sp in space. <laughs> like, you can do it. You can definitely do it, all right? Yeah. There's also video games have a lot of, like, you know, blowing up your friends and that. Play yeah. some video games. Yeah. Check video games out. This week, we're sponsored by video games. <laughs> Bit of a problematic sponsor for us, but we decided we'd go for Everything's it. fine. Yeah, we've been bought by Microsoft pending <laughs> approval. There are two total unions in, in existence. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're gonna unionize after we get bought by Microsoft. That's what we're that's what we're, we're playing. We're trying to get a quick Microsoft acquisition under our belt, uh -huh. and then we want to make a quick two person union. Yep. No one else is allowed in. There is no way yeah. EJ makes it no. into the Space Cats union. He doesn't we have the credentials. Cannot do that. <laughs> this this is a two person union where we will be respected. Anyways, okay, do we, let's, let's, I think the first thing we have to do then is we have to decide a faction that we actually want to do, and this is a conversation that could honestly take kind of a while to just, de just decide which one we want to do. We might have to sort of, like, in part design many of the factions to decide which path we want to go down. So can we first, can we just first list? I want to list all the root factions. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, list brief, all the root factions. Brief summary of all the factions. Oh, also, if you don't know a lot about root or Twilight Imperium, this will be a tough episode It'll for you. Strange. But when, when has the show not been tough, uh -huh. okay? We don't make it like, easy. this show... This show is all about you better have a lot of knowledge already coming into it, okay? <laughs> but I'll do my best to help you out with this. Okay, in the base game of Root, you got four factions. You got the kind of most uh, important one, I don't know, the Marquise de Cat. Rule the land. They have units all over the place, right? So already yeah. the mind drifts to like, what, what about a faction that starts all over? Okay. They're the establishment. They're the establishment. They like already have something going. They basically already rule the land of root. Yeah. It'd be like if the Lazax were a, a faction, basically. It would be like that, yeah. huh? Interesting. Mm, there's an idea. An interesting route to go down. Uh, the other thing they do is they like get points for building. They like to just put buildings together. And you could kill their buildings, and then they could just rebuild the building and get just as many points for it or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. like well, they of course just like, we can't. We can't keep the scoring stuff, right? I mean, but we could. I'm just saying, there's ways to interpret incentives. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, yes. Our second faction is the Eerie Dynasties. They are the long lost. They are here to return. They have lost this land 
to yeah. the Marquise de Cat, but they mm-hmm. are here to strike out. Uh, but the core mechanic, there's two key mechanics to them, essentially, which is they have a sort of programming engine. They have to decide all of their actions kind of on the front end. Or a- as you go, you like have a slew of, you have this decree of actions you must take in this order every single turn. So like some sort of programming faction in Twilight Imperium where your 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 hand is forced. The way you spend command tokens is somewhat laid out for you i don't know and the other thing is yeah you have a leader of your faction that controls some of your powers but that leader can die when you have a, a major setback occur they don't die they get deposed they get deposed which is different. uh and you have to sort of rebuild so even potentially so far as to say a way for this faction to lose a victory point or to lose right. significant grounding uh is, is something that the eerie certainly focuses on uh, next up, you have the Woodland Alliance. They're the Rebel Squadron, right? They're they're just the they're the they're the the Alliance. They're the ones fighting <laughs> back. That's it. That's their whole thing. They don't really have pieces on the board. That's their big thing. Uh-huh. They're they're actually they sort of just exist as tokens and as an ideal and as as a promise to the future of the Woodland. Uh, and more importantly than that. Those promises can turn into nuclear missiles that blow up an entire area and kill everything there and become one of their bases of operation. Yeah, so one thing that's interesting about Woodland Alliance when it comes to Twilight Imperium is in Twilight Imperium, we don't think really ever about the regular people Mm -hmm. of this world. Um, That is all kind of glossed over. (laughs) Uh, It's a lot of, I mean, like, I think... The sort of platonic ideal we're playing with here is just the idea that all these planets are empty. Yeah. No one lives there. And now it's mine. Okay. <laughs> and this is not the week where we will explore yeah. why that is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the final base game faction is perhaps the hardest to interpret in Twilight Imperium terms because the final base game faction is the Vagabond, who is not a faction. It's a person. It's one creature that is the adventurer it would be like we've got the twilight imperium rpg coming out like next week or this week right yeah. the 28th yeah. of april the rpg comes out this uh the vagabond is essentially what if a character from the rpg was an entire thing you had to play as you know what it, and, and mm-hmm. like, we have almost that right the nomad is a character is one person but but the nomad is sure. people that uh, he's hired out and and it, he, mm-hmm. he operates as a faction this would be a step further than that and say what if you had one character and i don't yeah that might be too too much that one might already be i might already be writing it off as a thing i don't think we could accomplish in twilight imperium i don't know i mean it it would be fun to have a it's just a guy yeah uh, faction (laughs) you know just doing your own other thing if we gave you other ways to score points as opposed to like controlling planets but like you're like really gunning for the point thing that's like my least favorite idea (laughs) or like part of the translation process is alternate point scoring Uh but if you if you gotta have that if that is on your i don't know i don't know gotta have it (laughs) list then okay all right if if that's where you're at i understand i don't know i just was not i just thought I came into this with a sensible mind, uh-huh. and yeah, it seems like we're going to go right to Crazy Town fanatics. right away, and that is okay. No, that we'll is see. Okay. We'll see. Well, if we don't do Vagabond, I'll be e- it'll be easier for me to avoid that. Uh, okay. All right. Then we have our first expansion, the Riverfolk. The two Riverfolk expansions are the Riverfolk Company, which are the otters, and they essentially, I mean, honestly, the Riverfolk Company are very similar to the Hakan. They they yeah, make absolutely. they they buy and sell cards uh, to people, and they they can just that's their thing and they can kind of also like 
get all over easily. They're the, they're a blue tech faction in, in route. I would put it. Yeah, uh, they're definitely blue tech. They're definitely Hakan. <laughs> Uh, they would probably be, I mean, to be honest, like maybe the most boring or yeah. the most interesting to to do because we would yeah. have to make them distinct from the Hakan. Right. Um, to go yeah, hard th- with them could be very interesting, but it's maybe also the tallest order to like make that really, really well, interesting. Well, their main thing is the selling of cards, yeah, right? And right. like Hakan literally we does do that. that so I don't know. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, but the other one is the one I'm maybe leaning towards is the Lizard Cult is yeah. a much beloved uh, faction from root because there's sometimes the little engine that could they're not an especially great faction you can do well with them but their whole thing is they're a cult that worships a giant dragon and the sun they they love the sun and they love this dragon that they talk about um but more important than that they have they can't really move on their own the hardest thing to figure out would be they basically are controlled by uh an outcast suit so there's like you know think about the traits on twilight imperium planets Mm -hmm. um what if a faction could only interact with one of those traits per round you were barred from interacting with the other traits that's and it changed and it changes every round and you have no control over that change the other players have control over that it'd be like the hardest faction in the world to play so yeah Yeah, that would not be possible (laughs) (laughs) that's really tough uh okay next expansion is the underworld i always forget if it's it's underworld i always want to say underground i always do that anyways the underground duchy is a is a duchy of moles uh, their big thing is they can over time recruit more and more leaders to give them access to more actions. That's pretty interesting to already my brain sort of goes, oh, that one makes sense in a Twilight Imperium context. We have leaders now. You could quite literally have leaders you don't start the game with. But as the game goes on, you are able to add more and more well, and more leaders to your kit to like boost your ability to do things. I'm going to accuse you of a little bit of category fraud yeah. because I do feel like the way you're framing it is making it sound like you are emphasizing the distinctiveness. To me, the most obvious thing about the duchy is that their home system is off the board <laughs> and they can travel through their dirt holes, yeah. a.k.a. Oops. worm dirt, yeah. you know? They're like, that's ghosts, what they huh? do. <laughs> they can just move wherever they want. And, yeah, it, it feels kind of ghosty to mm-hmm. me. I True. will agree, though. Like, if, if we are going to adapt them, we're going to lean heavily on the the dynastic a- aspect yeah but i do feel like we sort of they are they are like the otters to me and that they have like they're already analogous with a specific yeah. ti faction right i agree um okay and then our last two honestly are the two i'm the uh, i certainly don't know their strategies very two. well the our last, last two, two. Huh? Oh, oops i skipped the other underworld my bad Ooh, i yeah. almost went on to the final expansion but no no no, no. the corvid conspiracy maybe the coolest yeah. uh is uh, the band of crows that can lay down face down plots on the board and other players can try to predict the what those plots are to get rid of them and if they don't there are little abilities that will activate a sort of titan's sleeper token but less predictable right what if the what if the titan's sleeper token could be kind of anything under there um yeah and not only that they they are also they score points by uncovering those plots now i don't know if that has to be a score points thing but they gain power by un, you know by 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 uncovering those plots they they have a lot of other things just like from a tempo perspective the crows are also a really bad faction they they are very limited in their action economy 
Um, so they're a little better these days, though, with advanced setup. They, they've definitely a little risen. bit better with advanced setup. And if you watch a uh, friend of the show, Garrick Sample Games' uh, winter tournament that's still going on. By the way, Garrick, it is April, and you still call that a winter <laughs> tournament. <laughs> Got him. Uh, no, the there's an, an additional patch to the crows that m- the community has been playing with for a while, which is to play with um, twelve plots instead of eight. Uh, so, you, so you have a, a bit of extra mystery going on. But yes, okay, now. On to the other two remaining factions that I'm not yep. going to be as good at describing because I think Hunter and I are still kind of um, training wheels on Marauders expansion hmm. factions a bit. I don't know how many times you've played them, but like for me, the first one, the one I still always want to call the Stone Seekers, but it is definitely not called that. They're called the Keepers in Iron. They're the Badgers. Mm-hmm. They yep. have a whole relic system there is there are relics across the map and their main goal is to just go out and find those relics and bring them home uh yeah and they also have like huge baseline defenses and things like that uh but they're but most of their swing potential is just like listen if i find these relics that's kind of all i'm all i'm after which is interesting because we do have relics in ti but we also yeah have a relic faction like we have the faction that gets relics easy so i don't know what exactly we would do with that they're not the same as nasroka it's it's, different i don't think i i think it is different and i also think that another point in keeper's favor is that it would be nice to have another faction in the game that as if this is this is gonna get picked up yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) it would be nice to have another faction in the game that has uh exploration based right abilities agreed because we only have one yeah exploration is like a whole dimension of the game and we really only got the one that excels at it i'm already thinking about the idea that like their faction comes with new relic cards that like are added in you could put in you could just add to it i don't know anyways okay that's so funny because that was literally what i was thinking (laughs) Uh too. i think we're gonna pick the one i have the least knowledge of anyways the last one is lord of the hundreds uh and this is the rat faction they are a warmongering band of just they're out to uh just destroy the the woodland uh and i don't know specifically what we do that there's there's (laughs) it's another one of those factions where there's like a mechanic to them that then when you pay attention to strategic play nobody does anymore that little uh the little da- the 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 like flame die you know where you spread flame oh sure that's yeah. just like not a thing really in competitive yeah play. whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but regardless their idea is they want to burn down everything they do really well when people just don't even exist in territories besides them they they want to lay waste they are by They're their the very nature they are the uh space risk faction right they're the they're yeah they just conquer we have a lot of twilight imperium factions that i would say are kind of in the vein of lord of the hundreds but don't quite go that far yeah where they're literally like we don't quite the volwraith cabal right. are mysterious i don't think they're like i don't think of them as like destroyer of worlds type like i think they're i think yeah. we could do lord of the hundreds as like like take the rat part away but turn into like almost like a well like space galactus yeah yeah uh with like rat features Uh uh like a like a giant (laughs) cosmic space rat that just seeks to destroy and has moods because that's the other thing about the lord of the hundreds is the lord of the hundreds has uh is a specific play player piece and has like these moods that they go through that like change their abilities yeah which is great yeah okay well should we should we just cut some out right off right off the top here like what do we not want to do do we want to just do we want to both exercise some veto power i mean river folk is a cool root faction and i like them a lot uh, i i feel no yeah in, interest in doing them just because it's like it, it it just requires too much stretching in my opinion yeah um and 
I kind of feel the same way about Dutchie. Sorry to say, I yeah. love the Dutchie as well. I think I, actually the Dutchie is like probably my favorite root faction to right, play. Right. Um, but I feel like too much of the faction is already represented in Ghosts. Yeah. Now you could do like, like you could literally do some sort of planet burrow ability mm-hmm. where there's like an underground that's being represented. Uh. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's true. I mean, there, there is certainly the idea of they're not actually using wormholes, right? The Dutchie are using their own, like it's only their wormholes, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know what that would mean. I, I agree to cut those two out. I also, I maybe this is sad to people, but I think the Vagabond is a bit too much of a tall order uh, to, to go for a single unit. You, you seem a lot somewhat, of people. Yeah. I think a lot of people would like us to do Vagabond yeah. um, and they would be okay with it. I'll, I'll say it what would also interests be the, me. the heaviest lift. Yes. I'll say what interests me the most. And that does not mean we have to go for them because I'm excited about doing this whole episode altogether. doesn't matter. But the ones yeah. that I think have the most space we could actually work with in kind of a somewhat meaningful TI way would be the Eerie Dynasty, the birds. I think there's maybe something there. Uh, the Corvids. And I don't know, our conversation about the Badgers started to entice me already. I got a little mm. excited just sitting there talking about the Badgers. So where, where mm. what, what are your top three? Where, where's your head at? Um, I like, well, I really like the Corvids thematically. Yeah. Because um, that, uh, like, I don't, from a mechanical perspective, it's not the most interesting faction. But, mm-hmm. like, we don't have, we, like, we need a really good, like, secret society, yeah. I think, in Twilight Imperium. Right. Um, we have a lot of mysterious... Uh, figures. We have a lot of factions that are like kind of weird, and there's like the Empyrean, you yeah, know. Right. Uh, but they're all like a little cosmically off. Whereas I think it would be cool to have like a grounded, like almost like the Mentak, but that like they're made like ev- it's it's a society first. Yeah. Uh, there are agents everywhere. Right. Um, and and you never know like who is a part of it. Also, it would be another opportunity to have a faction where the leaders are from every uh you know like from all over basically yeah Um, i mean yeah we do have like angles on this already like the end brotherhood is sort of like it's not really a secret society but it is sort of like that sorrel guild of spies is very corvids uh in 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 operation they are not yeah Yeah, polaris even yeah hmm do you have any others you want to call out any others that you just like Um, you'd like to dance around with i like corvids i like badgers i like i like alliance just for the, the sake challenge. of exploring the, uh, <laughs> that aspect uh-huh, of it. Uh-huh. But I also like feel like it's sort of a philosophical nightmare yeah, uh, sure. opening faction to do because it's <laughs> like, we haven't talked about there being people that like what normal people are like in, yeah. in Twilight Imperium. And the, the Alliance is really about like, what are the normies doing mm-hmm. and, and are they happy with this uh, system? <laughs> And it's like it it just kind of begs like, okay, so like in the world of Twilight Imperium, like basically every government has like a very like kind of fascist mm-hmm. uh like worldview. So like I do imagine there actually would be a lot of like civil unrest yeah. in the world of Twilight Imperium. Right. But we just don't really know a lot about it yeah. at this point. Right. And to mechanically kind of expand upon it sounds funny, but it also sounds like a stretch where I'm like, I don't even know how we would <laughs> start that. <laughs> on this one like you come up with about a dozen more uh attachments that can go into the explore decks and they're just really good at pulling out attachments to make their planets bat- better right they just they yeah they are able sure. to, con- to like conjure the mass but that's like where does that go where do you go from there yeah that's not know. the most exciting thing and also yeah. like i the the biggest part of the alliance is the idea that they are starting on 
like in 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 the enemy territory yeah, yeah. so we would have to maintain that in my right. opinion like it, it has to be like i'm just appearing on your i mean it would be like one of their abilities would absolutely be local unrest yeah, yeah. from right Violet imperium oh third gosh. edition that would be like one of their <laughs> no one's ever allowed to have abilities. a single infantry on a planet or be yeah i mean like doomed. and see it already sounds kind of bad right but yeah. also like it's kind of cool you know <laughs> Oh, I'm kind of, I don't know. I, I think I bounce back and forth between, yeah, Alliance and we both said Badgers. Yeah. But my, I think my biggest fear, my biggest fear with Badgers is just my lack of proper knowledge about the Badgers in Root. Like I, I, yeah, I, you should I play some that. Root. I didn't realize you'd played this little of Marauders. Like I've played probably four to five games of Marauders. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, and almost I, I always think, avoiding uh, the Badgers. <laughs> Basically, anytime I can, yeah, I don't play the Badgers. They're pretty tough to play. I think every time I've played as them, I have like lost pretty. Yeah, like oh yeah, well I'm not good at this. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm not gonna win this. But that the, the rats are super fun. I feel like the yeah. Badgers are are the type of faction I would really love to learn yeah. how to play. Right. Um. Maybe next season we'll do guides on Badgers and rats. Yeah, Just not to. even really. Because we need to, but mostly just because it would be nice to like brief ourselves of that. Yeah. But uh, anyways, we got to decide yes, here. So I'm, we it's we're feeling badgers, we're feeling corvids, we're feeling alliance. Yep. Or maybe you're not feeling corvids as much as I am. We could go alliance. I mean, it definitely would be the weirdest one for us wow. to pick. Yeah. Uh, well, let's explore the space a little bit more. What else is unique okay. about alliance? The uh, a defining feature of the alliance that would be very hard to like specifically translate in root when you do battle. There's like a high roll. There's a high roll number and a low roll number, mm -hmm. and the attacker always gets the higher roll. Except for alliance, alliance always gets the higher roll, no matter right. what. Um, right. So the idea that on the defense, alliance is just crazy good, and it's very hard to get into their territory, but they have very limited territory, mm -hmm. is um quite interesting. But how do you make that? a function in twilight imperium where like a, a, a in theory it's very hard for them to get planets like you need you, alliance would be like take all of the plastic of your color and get rid of half of it you just don't have half your plastic or something yeah i mean that doesn't sound you're are you like trying to like throw this in the toilet because you that doesn't sound fun hey here let me try and make it sound fun matt i don't know why you would make it let's make this one sound unfun should we do it like what is are you trying to do some sort of trick where there's like the one you actually want because like here's i'll go ahead and open up right now here's my 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 thinking on alliance no ships they start with zero ships okay mm -hmm. they, they don't need ships because this is like a, the you're playing mm -hmm. as an idea that is catching on right. in the various planets around the galaxy. And the idea is we don't need Mechatol Rex. We don't need the Imperium. Yeah. Uh, we can govern ourselves. What the about people yeah. that live on these planets? They, I would even say they can maybe start like with ships, whether they do or don't. No, I, I, shipless. Ship no, but regardless, shipless. regardless, what if there are tokens for them that are ways to influence planets without them technically controlling them but it's like my Absolutely. presence is known yeah. on this planet and yes. that gives me yes. access to its resources you're or whatever it. and then now the way for it. someone to have to destroy those tokens is quite a pain in the butt what if they came with their own set 
of planet cards for every planet and they can <laughs> occupy planets that other players have and use them to to and they have like different planet values like maybe they're like lower like mm. it's almost like i'm using a little bit of mirror uh -huh. because there's some people on mirror that like are they're my my people uh -huh. so i actually you have mirror and you like control it but like actually i sort of control it too i have my own mirror card what do you think about that i uh, from just an actual but design also, standpoint, no, I don't want 150 more <laughs> planet cards. See, okay, but. then here's what we need to get to now, because I'm getting this vibe from you. I want to uncover it. Mm -hmm. Which is the one that you are trying to like? No, I'm not. This I'm really way. not. I want to know. Well, I just want to hear what you what you think, what you want. I don't. I don't. I'm I'm not even kidding. I'm not trying to push this in any different way. And in, in fact, like the more we talk about alliance, the more we're just only talking about alliance. You know what I mean? The vibe. The vibe I, I have. I know. Is I know. All, we've I'm, already I'm, started this wood little alliance episode is is a little bit where my head is at you think we should do alliance it feels like it i mean i think so many of the others have too many allegories to already existing ti factions mm -hmm. and that's the biggest spot to run up against right badgers and relics and exploration we we right. have seen that we'd be reinterpreting it again corvids right we have these things but we'd be finding a way to re reinterpret it we don't have woodland alliance we just don't yeah that doesn't exist yeah Oh man. Okay, I got. I got. Okay, uh, already. What if one of their primary tenants? I'm not. This is not coming out in the form of a rule. Uh -huh, this is uh -huh. just. I'm writing an idea on the whiteboard. Yeah. What if part of the point of this faction is that sometimes they can spend other players' planets to do stuff? I think like uh, we are in the <laughs> like same line of thinking. I like, want. I want my token on your planet means I maybe tap your planet or I do I something with your planet. Yeah, yeah, I might use your planet for something, and then you got to be like, "No, you're using that right now." Be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and use it's yours." Well, and think about it. What action card are we talking about? Uprising. I tap your planet, and I get the trade goods for it. Yep. Yeah, weird. And this Woodland Alliance is an uprising. I mean, there's like maybe yeah. even specifically an ability within the Woodland Alliance and stuff that is uprising. Like we are talking about that action card as an entire faction. Okay, that this is it. This is now the Woodland Alliance episode. Let's take a quick break and we will actually design this thing. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's time. It's time for us to make a faction. And first, I have to call something out. Hunter, you made fun of me. You were like, what? You, what? So your goal here is to make the faction bad and boring and not good in response mm -hmm. to whatever I said. And then the first thing that came out of your mouth was, what if they had no ships to start? Meaning they didn't yeah. get to partake. That's fun to you, though. Is like, I don't get to do round one. Oh, there's a lot of people <laughs> listening that think that is awesome, by the way. I don't know if, like, you just haven't Why checked out the show not in a while. Awesome. But people I think there's love people that think, okay, well, people sure. People love shipless. Okay, but we do have to, let's, let's, let's address something then. What we've just decided, I've realized, in, in our, uh, in, during our ad break is, this is the Gamma Mama faction. <laughs> like we're sort of no. spreading. There's a little bit. Not I think necessarily. Not necessarily not with necessarily. infantry, but the the spread will probably be. I think a part of it. So I, I want to dive right in by we talked about uprising as an idea, but we also earlier mentioned local unrest, and right. I think we have to address both of these as potential abilities for this faction, or, or how to how to sort of make sense of these things. So the first thing is local unrest. If you don't know, was a was an infamously 
annoying action card in third edition where you choose yeah, a planet rough. in a non-home system, exhaust that planet, and destroy one ground force if able. If there are no ground forces left, it reverts to neutral status. And the worst part about that was, like, in reverting to neutral status, it would also kill space docks and PDS that were on it if there were no... Like, that was just sort of what felt like a rules oversight. But we're addressing the idea. We've already kind of said there's probably these tokens, right? We're putting tokens on planets Mm -hmm. that that mark our Mm -hmm. influence. What if one of our abilities, or in some capacity, we have the ability to do local unrest? Like, what if our agent was, like, exhaust your agent, so we're only doing it once per round, but you can hit somewhere with one of your tokens... You can kill a ground force, and if that's it, it either reverts to neutral status or even it reverts to our status. Like, what if this is a new way for us to take planets is a little local unrest ability? What do you think? Um, yeah, so let's let I, I don't want to go let's 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 be thematic and then hone it in mm-hmm. to some mechanical stuff. So, like, what should the leaders be? I feel like the leaders should be like the supporters. Yeah. Right? Like, right. like they Your are hand of supporters and root kind of. Your hand of supporters is now translated to the leaders. Yeah. Um, like, yes, I think it should be all about like instead of like I don't think I don't think this uh you know Star Wars Alliance uh-huh. uh should be taking planets by force ever. Like right. I that's the limitation I would like to put on it is that basically they do not take planets by like they can fight in space, mm-hmm. but ultimately they are like convincing the people of that planet mm-hmm. to overthrow their own government mm-hmm. um so i think as long as like we're willing to commit to the idea that all invasions are like kind of by their own rules and not the same stuff i think we could say thematically true yeah to the woodland alliance right because the way it operates in the, like from a mechanical perspective the way it operates with the woodland alliance is you just don't have very many units on the board to with which to take territory to become the, you almost right. never rule any clearing and rule in right is very important we're not really able to translate that idea but we could translate the idea that they spring up from the ground their sympathy is more important than mm-hmm. their their physical presence and right. then I also think to piggyback off what you're saying, the flip side of that too is places where they do rule that planet, right? Places where I control planets, I also then want that uh, guerrilla warfare, that guerrilla war bonus to de- defenses. Like I, I do think that is an area where we could really emphasize that idea of if I have, if I'm in control of this planet and it has one of my tokens on it it's like so hard for somebody else to take it. So like we, we, we say there there it's very much stranger for them to take other planet planets from other people. But once they take them, they can hold them quite well. Okay. Yeah. So how, how do we make it that they can hold them quite well? Well, what if they didn't have traditional space docks? Mm-hmm. What if instead they don't even have space docks at all? Actually, first, first step, <laughs> throw your space docks away. Replace no fleet, them with- no space docks. <laughs> No space docks. Uh, instead, they have bases uh-huh. like they do in Root. Uh-huh. Uh, the bases are different, and perhaps they have production and defensive capabilities all at once. So if they get a base down, you're not taking that. But I think it'd be cool if they do not start with a base in their home yeah. system. Agreed there. I, yeah, and I think if anything, too, it's like you can, much like the like the Cabal use their space docks as their dimensional tears, I think we've almost just established that one of our abilities is also one of our techs is we have a different space dock. Our space dock unit 
yes. is different. So we can use yeah. the piece of plastic because, again, three bases, that's what we have in, in root. We have three bases. We are allowed right. that. But our bases mean something much, much more significant uh, to, right. the, to the whole. And there may, may be, maybe, maybe each base should be tied to the planet traits so that so that you shut up have a cultural so hazardous and so that you you have a hazardous base of operations uh-huh. an industrial because think about it the starward alliance needs to vary up mm-hmm. like they're where they are locating their bases this is just smart rebellion tactics this has two okay? thematic implications hunter thematic and mechanical uh, interpretations they cannot put a base on Mechatol Rex. And yes. they cannot put a base in another player's home system. They are barred yep. from those two options, which I think makes I love sense. It. Mechatol is the center it. of the Galactic Council. Why would this rebel alliance have any foothold on the center of operations? Oh, so oh, they can't. Oh. But here's a problem. They can't. Well, they can have a space dock. You, they can control Mechatol but they can't put a space dock there. That's maybe that's maybe fine. I was about to say they don't. They can't do Imperial shenanigans, but maybe they can. What are you? Smiling I'm having about? a brain. <laughs> I'm having a brain right now. Um, Matt, their home system. Uh-huh. It should just be one of the unused tiles. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I was not that far off from you. I was thinking their home system should just be two planets, and they don't. They have SAR rules, basically, right? They can score without sure. a home system. But I like that even more. There's no home system tile that comes with them, no. and it's it's this draw just, another tile, another planet, draw another tile, and put it and in. That's that's where the rebellion started is mm-hmm. just on those because that's the thing thematically we are we are the people that that don't have a home that yeah. are not that are not a part of any faction just like your random bumpkins <laughs> around the galaxy that have just been trying like trying to live on their own yeah. you know just do yeah. their own thing they don't want to be a part of some imperium these, these people are basically hicks they all right we're making this this specifically means they cannot become a martyr unless they like take someone else's home and then lose well, it. Right? They can't become a martyr could... in their own. They don't have a home system. It doesn't exist. No, but maybe maybe it could be like maybe you do come. There's like a little token that you place on it to signify like this is actually your home system. Because I think if they truly don't have a home system, I feel like that breaks too much stuff. What about? Right? Well, because here's I don't know how much it does break i mean i guess what you've got like things like achieve supremacy what about this then i'll I'll go one step further they don't have to have a home system to score points maybe right they don't they don't have to have a home system to score points but Mm -hmm. but for all other purposes your space docks operate as home systems with regards to other players and whatnot right if you lose one of your space docks, you can score BAM. Because that space dock's very important to us, the Woodland mm-hmm. Alliance. And if I, you know, if, if someone else wins a combat above one of my uh, space docks, they could score Dark in the Skies or whatever it is. The, the one where you win a combat in a home system. Well, yeah, so that's like an ability they have that really just opens up scoring opportunities for On everybody them. else, but doesn't really do anything for them. I think that's thematic because the, the the problem with the Whittle Alliance is you put these bases on the board, but you almost never want to have all three out there because it's just a huge yeah. target on your back. You you have like maybe two bases ever, right, by the end okay. of the game. Okay. So everywhere they have a base counts as a home system. The only way that they don't have a home system is if they have no bases. Right. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the unique now space I'm dock, gonna... the unique space dock ability reads as like this uh this hex, this space, 
this planet counts as a home planet, uh, as is a home system, right? That's that's part of what we're sort of saying here. This okay. So so now it seems like they probably should start with a base though at the beginning. I think they should start with one base, right? I mean. They shouldn't start round one. They can't score until they get a base. No, no, no. I'm saying the other thing is important too, though. They also essentially have uh, the ability where they can score without. I don't think they need bases on the map. Yeah, to but score. I don't want to just copy an ability. Like that's boring. I don't want them to have the SAR thing. I want them to have their own thing that mm -hmm. feels distinct from SAR. Yeah. Because uh, that's that's gonna be like a whole line on the faction sheet. That's like they also don't need their home system to score. Right. I think it'd be cool if they just have. If they're, but see, now we've kind of like, we've kind of o over designed to mm -hmm. where it's like, we're, we're like, what do we want to stick with? Like what, what feeling, here's what it is. We need to ask a design question. What do we want the player to experience? Yep. Do we want them to experience a faction that has a lot of flexibility because they don't need their home system? Right. Or do we want to experience a faction where it's kind of this weird, like system of rules where you're like. I can only have bases here and here, <laughs> uh, and I have to figure out like the puzzle of that. Yeah, is it laissez-faire or is it like kind of programmery? I don't think it's programmery. I mean, I think it's. I I feel like the the vibe I would intend for this is that you can. I mean, like, because Woodland Alliance. I mean, I almost said they can win without bases, but that's not necessarily true. Like, you got to get mm -hmm. a first base off the ground. Like, you have to have that first base. But the other thing I'm thinking about that we haven't addressed yet that could maybe help us answer this question you've posited, and, and I think a, a critical moment of a root game with Wooden Alliance is that base, you don't always know where it's going to appear, but the other problem of the base is it kills everything that was there and becomes the base right like the the base isn't mm -hmm. just the, oh they built their base it's th there's a big difference in oh we start with the base and oh it's probably the smartest strategy is to just like really really shore up these defenses in our corner of the galaxy right that's not how the wooden alliance plays the wooden alliance has to attack someone else to make their base appear and it's out mm -hmm. there now and now i also have to defend it but it's like not necessarily in the best spot ever yeah okay so that so you're saying they got to kill their own like ground forces on the planet in order to place the base is that I, what you I, mean i'm saying it needs to be tied to our sympathy token thing and we nuke someone else's stuff like we we blow up like we you know the, the idea of the sympathy thing is that that sympathy is sitting there and at any point when you decide to turn the sympathy into a base everything that's there dies so it's a threat okay all of their sympathy is a major threat to the table Okay. The, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's switch and talk about sympathy now. Um, yeah. So, how do we want to package sympathy? Uh, obviously, we got tokens. Yeah. This is going to be a token faction right. because, I mean, it's pretty it's much got to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they can place sympathy. What are the rules for placing sympathy? Can they literally just place it anywhere? Is that what you're saying? It shouldn't I don't be know. that because sympathy, because <laughs> sympathy and root is adjacency, right? It, it only it spreads. It slowly moves along. Well, path. the first, I mean, yeah, but you start wherever sure. you want. You start wherever yeah. you want. Now, I, if anything, that brings back the idea of their home system doesn't exist. It's just another tile on the map. And then you choose where you put your first sympathy, basically. I mean, you can just okay. sort of decide that. Um, I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. I think in TI, it's a much bigger, it's a scarier thing, right? Because if I'm just placing my sympathy wherever, 
Like someone else is trying to have a round one and then my sympathy shows up there and it's like, hey, this is almost a promise that next round I'm I'm going to take that over or whatever. So it's hard to know what yeah, to do with, with that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, this is great. Um, uh, this is going great. Uh, I think that maybe, yeah, if if it was built so that optimal play would be to just build in your slice, mm-hmm. that's cool because I think that it would be fun the experiment of I look at my slice and then I'm like, which of these planets is going to be where I start? Yeah. Because maybe my starting units is not really much of anything. Like what if you place your initial support tokens yeah. and you're sort of like Titans in this way that where like your first round is all like replacing those support tokens with other stuff. Like for example, let's say the agent is as an action, turn a support token into, you know, yeah, whatever your right. your starting units or whatever some right. some collection of things a base right on uh ah, there's a lot of text to pack onto this agent <laughs> this is getting tough we're already we're, well, in the weeds well, here the, the we're agent, drowning no, no, we are literally no, 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 no. drowning listen, right listen. now Matt. there's, there's going to be a notion that the that there will be an ability that that quickly describes sympathy tokens and then the idea is we just need other uh, abilities to trigger off of sympathy tokens so an, an agent could very easily be remove a sympathy token to either place a base or like production five on that planet treat Mm -hmm. the planet as if it were production five and that's the whole agent Mm -hmm. i think so so (laughs) so their starting units i think we're saying is just sympathy tokens is that what we're saying maybe where they have no (laughs) i'm not there yet i don't know but maybe maybe it's just like you decide no units i mean like that's what i feel like that kind of feels like we have to preserve that i do think so if they're gonna be in ti Um, (laughs) so start so so hang on let me actually type one thing into our little document here we have all the stuff starting units none okay great let's move on Well, what text should they start with? Let's go in order now. No, we, no, I think no, we've, no, talk, no. we've I meandered, but we've meandered so much. I've no. lost. I don't know where I'm at anymore. I'm not trying so to we meander, need to go, but we I, need think, to I think it. We, I know we have to sort of answer all these questions to start laying down the framework. But what I like is that we've we've set up this idea that like, yeah, our, our first priority and our main priority for the whole game is these sympathy tokens. Those have to get put down for us to be able to do things. But those sympathy yeah. tokens can maybe, over the course of the game, do a lot of different things for us. That Like our yeah. our flagship can trigger off of a sympathy token. Our, our agent, our commander, and our hero will all trigger off of sympathy tokens, right? right? So maybe the most important thing we need to decide right now is what is the actual ability on our faction sheet that describes how we place sympathy? Okay. If we're going... Well, I mean, how do they do it? I mean, how do you do it in root? Yeah. Uh, spread sympathy is like a step yep. of your turn. Yep. So perhaps... At the start of your turn. At the start of your turn. Oh, this would be too much already. Because <laughs> it needs to cost something, right? Like, you can't just do right. it for free. Because they have to have cards. In, in root, they have to spend some cards to yeah. do it. We can't do it for free, but we do have to figure out, like, what a price is for it. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know. I got a I got a pass on that at this point. Uh, what is what well, is their well, start outside of the cost? Right. Let's say spend X or or whatever. Like at the at mm-hmm. the start of your turn, your turn, spend X X X X X. We'll fill that in later to place one sympathy mm-hmm. on. Uh, how does it word it in this one? Adjacent to a sympathy click, if possible. So yeah, one sympathy adjacent to another sympathy 
if possible, right? And that will start to cover our bases. The bigger problem is we have to figure out what to do about like land gaps, right? <laughs> this can't just mm-hmm. be a, like there, there there has to be a way to skip a, a, a just a full on land gap. But we we can come back around to that. But we know at least this much, right? It's an at the start of our turn we can place sympathy tokens, and then we can start to go around abilities and say how they utilize our sympathy tokens on the board. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. Uh, do we want to come then back to our space dock conversation and our bases, our our sure. unique our unique space docks are called bases, and we we've at least sort of teased the idea that maybe our agent places a base. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. You you want to put that on the agent? Maybe. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think all 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 I really want in at this point is I just want to make sure that the bases are uh, not space docks. So they can't be space docks. They don't they act. Be... What you mean by that is they don't operate as uh, like what a space dock operates. No, I just as... want them to be custom plastic. Oh, is okay. what I'm saying <laughs> is that I want them to look different, and I want there to be one that's green, one that's red, and one that's blue. Okay, which will confuse everyone. But they also have some sort of like symbol on top that that okay. makes sure that you know that it's. Uh, so the we have alliance. three pieces of space dock plastic. But for the wooden alliance, the player looks at those and goes. Nah. Nope. I got the cute yep. ones. I have yep. the better ones. Yep. So there's no space dock on your thing. So anything that refers to space docks, no. Because oh. this is a base. Bases count as structures. Yeah, you can't be reactor meltdown. Nope. I just want I just want a, a faction that has completely different rules when it comes to right. new structures. But go, go ahead. Let's let's let what what do you think what do you think this base should do? So in root, the base primarily is just what gives you access essentially to your military operations it's like your primary way to actually get units on the board which is of course like what a space dock does and this is Mm -hmm. analogous to a space dock uh but it is also another way for us to spread more sympathy that's a that's an important well the 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 units on the board uh or not on the board, but the ones on our, we have officers, right? Bases, we recruit officers to, and then we spend those officers or tap those officers for actions, one of which being the organized thing, right? So so part of our bases should increase our sympathy spread abilities, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It should make it so that we can place even more. I mean, is that really what bases do in... Well, oh yeah, you're right because there is that rule where like you can only place so much sympathy until you get one base yeah. down, and then yeah. Okay, I mean, I don't know if I want to bake that in here because that feels like a limitation that might not like. I'm I'm also wor- wondering like how many sympathy tokens do they start with in on their first action? How many sympathy tokens are on the on the board? On the board. Well, on their very very first turn. I mean, I don't know. I, I think the uh, at least the idea I thought we were teasing earlier is we literally start with none, and at the very least, our first decision of where that first sympathy goes, right, is not tied to anywhere. Now, the safest yeah. place, in quotes, would be what our corner of the galaxy would normally be, right? That's the safest place for other people to not attack our stuff. So right. in a theoretical concept, most of the time we would do it where our home system would have been uh, okay. or whatever. But yeah. we could lay that sympathy anywhere. But I think we don't start with any, and our first action of the game is dropping sympathy down. Well, how do we get... Yeah, I mean, I think I gotta, I gotta know at this point, like how we get sympathy, like really, like right, I, I right, think because it's like we have hard this to we, so, figure so everything in, else out. In root, we do start with a hand of cards, and so usually that hand of cards will just help us decide where our first sympathy 
goes to, mm-hmm. right? So what I think we have to decide what our supporters are. We have to figure out, because that's the whole thing is, technically speaking, the Wood Alliance economy for spreading sympathy is a separate thing. It's cards that everybody's using in different ways, but for us right. specifically, it's our supporters, and they are not cards in our hand. They're this other economy. So we have to decide what our Star Wars Alliance's other economy is like is is it action cards do we start with neural motivator and we start with some action cards but those action cards can just be spent as supporters or is there another kind of card or thing we can use for that uh i don't know matt um (laughs) uh this is really i don't know i mean i i feel like this has gone in a direction Mm -hmm. and right now i'm just i'm just interviewing you to try and get more details i'm i am i am why is it me i thought like like, half of these are your ideas what what so i guess what's the question then for what would have been your intent of like where we start on the board I think I would just have them start with with sympathy tokens just on the board mm-hmm. just to go ahead and Part get of some down so that drop. So, so like yeah it's it's not their starting units are none it's like the starting, starting units sympathy. are like five sympathy yeah, or something yeah. like that mm-hmm. or like four sympathy mm-hmm. uh, something where it's like if these all get turned into stuff on the first round we'll have some sort of normal like yeah. here's kind of how Twilight Imperium is supposed to look in the first round because otherwise yeah. it feels like this might be too slow uh-huh. of a system. Yeah, you know round one is so tragic for them, basically. That it's yeah, just there's un- like unrecognizable. We're saying like, oh, they have they can start anywhere, mm-hmm. uh, but it's really slow and they suck at everything. So like, <laughs> that's rough. So like, so, that, that's what. Yeah, let's toy with the idea then that part of their starting units is. Uh, three sympathy just to, just to say a number right let's just come up with one and and you know we okay. all everybody else starts with two one to three planets right in their home system you everyone has at least that economy right is right is like one to three planets so we could yeah. say three sympathy placed like how you want or within x distance from where your home system nah. would have been or something three yeah three sympathy yeah that's it three it can sympathy go anywhere on three planets of your choice Three planets of your choice. Uh, I mean, I guess like, well, okay. Three planets with a trait. Oh, sure. Yeah, of course. Of yes, choice. yes, 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 yes. All their planets have to have traits. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we start, so now we have sympathy down and more importantly, like a rule, if anything, like one of our abilities should be like any planet with your sympathy on it, you have access to, like you can use, whether it's in your play area or not. Oh, you know, so we start with we we start with three planets and then further sympathy can be spent by tapping planets or whatever. You can spend any. okay, any planet that has your sympathy token, you can spend. Yes. But you do not control it. Right. Mm. Okay. Mm. However, we want to word that. Any planet with your sympathy. (laughs) (laughs) You You know, honestly, I think that's what local unrest should be. Like we could call that local unrest. I feel like, Mm -hmm. and that would be that would be the ability to me that makes the most sense because it's like it's literally. I mean, it's unrest. It's yeah. It's that regardless of who controls this planet, who thinks they rule it, the people of that planet are like, no, we're doing this instead, and we will use the resources of this planet in this way. It's it is it is a economic rebellion, basically. Right. Um. So we we've already established that like traits matter. Now in um, root, you have four traits technically, one of which being wild. I don't know that mm-hmm. we have a way to address that. But what I do note is 
part of our decision of where our starting sympathy could be is I think we come back to one of our abilities at the start of your turn, spend X to place one sympathy adjacent to another sympathy if possible. I do believe now the X should be spend to or or perhaps exhaust two planets of the same trait, two of your planets of the same trait, two planets with your sympathy or planets you control, whatever, you know, something within that realm. So you can just tap two planets to then place one new sympathy. What do you think of that? Oof, as the that's really expensive. Well, that's and I agree. My fear, though, was depending on what all we make sympathy do is if it's like, let's say it's one planet and maybe maybe you're thinking completely different in terms of cost. But but, but yeah, if, if I'm just going with my idea that a planet is a cost of it, if it's one for one, we can spread way too quickly, right? Like I can just like every action, I, I tap one planet to gain a new planet, tap one planet to gain a new planet. And it's like, you know, turn turn one or two we have like just so much sympathy on the board so quickly so i don't know but maybe you were thinking of a different cost than than planets. I, uh, yeah uh just i think that they should be able to remove the sympathy tokens like i i absolutely I think that the sympathy token shouldn't be like a permanent thing because mm -hmm. just like in root your sympathy tokens are actually really fragile yeah and can be destroyed very easily so what if <laughs> uh I don't care about how to word this. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if you can at any point bombard sympathy token? Like at any point on your turn, uh -huh. this is for the other factions. Yeah. This isn't even for them. Yeah. You can bombard sympathy if, if it's on a planet of yours and get rid of it. And I think I thematically really like that of the idea of just like, well, just blow them up mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. with, I don't know how you would write that. With but. like, you have to have the unit. Like you have to have a dreadnought, like units with you have to bombardment. Have a dreadnought. Okay, okay. You have to have a dreadnought or a war sun above them. It's like and the action do... card tactical bombardment, but specifically against sympathy instead and of say, exhausting a planet or whatever. I'd say it's not even like it's not even like an action or like a step. Yeah. It's just like you can at the end let's say at the end of your turn, uh -huh. if you have any ships in a system with supporters, you may attempt to bombard it. Uh, and if you score a hit, you destroy the sympathy, mm -hmm. basically, mm -hmm. removing, you know, your the, the access to it. So, you, I mean, if you have a dreadnought above something, basically the sympathy it has like no chance because at the end right. of every single one of your turns, you can bombard. Right. But you have to like, are we saying of... this is the only way to remove sympathy? Is this bombardment step? Every single player has access to it at the end of their turn as long as they have the units to do it. Does that mean that? I mean, that feels like a lot of access to removing it and to give any more like i think that's a good one you know it's like oh everybody's gotta build dreadnoughts to deal with me mm -hmm. um right. but i just think it'd be cool if dreadnought factions were the counter to yeah. star Wars alliance but like the mentat coalition right. will be like oh fine right oh my god <laughs> this... Our, yeah and Which, that seems thematic it does that the pirates have a lot of struggle wouldn't... with the, the alliance in their ranks or whatever pirates aren't going to be good at like yeah. yeah getting rid of local unrest but like the barony they're going to excel at it yeah. they're going to be like nope we're we, we we will clamp down on you easy yeah. easy pants right um okay so uh uh, to come back to it though, did we decide what we are? What are we spending? What are we as the Wooden Alliance spending to spread sympathy? Or are you saying we can come back to making it not too hard to spread sympathy fast if we make it easy enough for other people to remove sympathy? Is that sort of your answer to that struggle? Well, how does it work in root? So in root, you spend at you spend the beginning two of supporters. every in your bird song. Yep. 
you spend two supporters. Well, technically, well, you spend a number, and that our track like increases as we go. So that that's a thing we may or may not have to to recreate. It starts off with just one, but then once we have three down, the next three cost mm-hmm. two, and then the next four cost three. Right? Yeah, it's not very Twilight Imperium for right. it to scale up like that. Exactly. So I think we can get rid of that aspect of it. But to me. I mean, what is Birdsong if not sort of like the status or strategy phase? I oh, feel like it could be the kind of thing where it's like you get like the, the get a big sympathy wave. spreads. Uh-huh. Yeah. The sympathy spreads kind of regardless, and you're not necessarily paying for it because like it, it it's just... Yeah. May, okay, wait. I got this. Here we go. Here we go. When you, depending on how many bases you have out there, determines how much sympathy you get in the status phase. So if somebody wants to slow you down, they have to come destroy your bases. Right. That's definitely so true. Right. In in the status phase, your bases create sympathy. Um, and perhaps it starts with, you know, one base creates one sympathy, two base creates three, three base create five, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably that that scale is probably too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think that is a way to track it and keep that growth in a way that right makes sense to I me. I agree. I, I like the idea of having access to more of it. I was just thinking within all of that, one concern I had about our faction is mm-hmm. within the sympathy we're saying I can I can spend that, right? I can tap it. Yes. But one issue that comes up with that is, well then like what? Would an alliance or Star Wars Alliance like always has to get as low of an initiative as they possibly can to then be able to spend those planets before the other person spends them or whatever. But as you mm-hmm. just addressed, the bird song is less like the start of every single wooden alliance turn and more like a strategy phase. What about at the start, or uh, sorry, at the end of the strategy phase, before anyone else has mm-hmm. taken any actions, at the end of strategy phase, you may spend X, you may, you may exhaust X number of planets where like X equal, to, to spread sympathy where X equals number of bases plus one or something, or plus two. Okay. So you're saying, like, let's... Because here's my problem is, like, I don't know what kind of economy we even have. Sure. We're giving them three planets and being like, whoa, 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 we need to slow down. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm like, I'm not sure they actually have a good economy, even if they can spend other people's stuff. Yeah, we haven't come back to address the issue of they don't have... anything round one besides sympathy yeah, they, like we, we still we, haven't even figured out how they have units yeah so i'm not really sure we need to be baking in ways to slow them down at this point well you get what i'm saying i i do but i'm not even i'm not even suggesting this as a way to slow them down i'm saying like at the start of a full round at the start of each round they probably need some sort of massive sympathy spread and then it's like the rest of the round is that getting dwindled to the next round it's like okay i got knocked back down to like five sympathy but like Next turn, I get to boost it way up again or whatever. Okay. But if they have to spend some of the planets in order to get more sympathy, we have to kind of balance that out, sure. right? So yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're spending to get something. Yeah, they're getting more, but they also spent something, stuff to get it. So yeah. it's like, do they need to spend in order to get more? Right. If in the end, they're just going to end up with the same amount of stuff anyways. Right. Like, it's tricky. Um, but if it is a lot that we're giving them, then yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think is what do you think is the right amount for them to spend? I guess is my question. Yeah, I I think that is a tough question to answer right now, and I agree with you that maybe we should um, 
uh, sidebar it to instead discuss like, hey, this you this faction doesn't have space docks, and we we need to figure out how we get units on the board so that we know what else we're doing round one. <laughs> like we need Absolutely. to know what we're doing round one at all. So, yeah. uh, so how does that work? A part <laughs> of that, a part of that to me is I come back to the idea that just temporarily maybe we are saying the agent is one way to place a base, but also what I said earlier is use an agent to do production five on a planet that you mm-hmm. control or have sympathy on or whatever. So it's like we, we have this baseline place to like, and like, so we start with nothing, but like one of our first actions can be exhausting our agent to get our starting fleet on the board, right? Yeah, so, so what if it was something like this? Uh, exhaust the agent mm-hmm. as an action, right? Uh, place a matching base on a planet type that matches that base. Yep. Uh, it it it. All the bases are like really good. They have like obviously they have all, all the stuff you would expect. Uh, space cannon. I think they should have. Sure. I think they should have planetary defense. Uh, they should have really high production that is untethered from the planet. Does not yes, matter. They right. can literally place a base anywhere, and it's just. This is the type of production they have yep. um, because they're not limited, right? Thematically by it, this is literally the people of that planet are like, we will do whatever it takes. Yep. Um, so the bases kind of have like, I would say a static production value. That's right. pretty high. Uh, and then it's like you place the base and immediately produce. Um, when you, pl- when you place the base, you gain control yes. of that planet as well. So you're also exploring right. on top of everything right. else. Right. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. That's a whole. Sorry. That that's freaked me out to hear you say that and think about. We haven't even addressed like <laughs> exploring or anything else. But so yeah. So in theory, what you're what we're suggesting is an agent that does all of these things. And our first action of the game almost always is to just go ahead and use that agent because right. then that's going to determine the rest of our round. We we placed opening sympathy out right. there wherever we wanted it to be, wherever it was going to make the most sense for our long term goals and was safe. And then our first action is place a base so now we actually have a space dock but also we produced in the same moment maybe with our starting planets that we had sympathy on we just get to tap those three planets and get a good build off so we don't start with units but we can very quickly build two c4i or something we like make a point to spread sympathy on two c4i's worth of stuff well i would imagine how it would work is let's say if you have three sympathy you're going to look at the entire map and you're going to figure like how i mean because this is your first turn probably i mean on most I I feel like what we're designing is the first turn yes. almost every single time. For sure. So what you're doing is looking at the entire map uh, outside of like, I mean, even stuff next to players' home systems mm-hmm. is kind of on the board, right? Because if you're doing this first, well, they get the planet uh, exhaust. Oh, wait. Planets are all exhausted at first. But not ours, maybe. Mm, yeah, we're going to have to bake that in too. So if there's sympathy <laughs> on something... You 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 can spend it. Yeah. Oh no. Something something I keep coming back That's around rough. to. <laughs> something I keep coming back around to that we ha- I don't know that we you know I don't know yet if our sympathy lets us tap the planet to spend like even if it's in under someone mm-hmm. else's control or if it's maybe like spend the lower number as if they were trade goods or something like that something where it's like you're using the value of it but not necessarily taking it from another place because i think that's a pretty bad feel bad mechanic is like i just put this sympathy here almost for free and then i get to just steal money from you that doesn't feel great i got it when you place sympathy on a planet you it 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 is unexhausted which means yeah maybe you get to spend it but also if somebody races you for it Mm -hmm. they'll get to spend it 
mm-hmm. because normally when you take a neutral planet, it comes to you unexhausted. This would not be that way because you pl- when you place the sympathy there, you flipped the planet card over, and uh-huh. now it sits there flipped upward. Right. So when when you or anyone takes a planet with a sympathy token on it, it comes to them unexhausted. It comes to them I ready. Think, I mean. This would be tough grammar-wise, but what I'm saying is when you placed the sympathy token on that planet, it's not in your player area. It's just sitting on that planet, but it is unexhausted yeah. now because yeah, that's the whole ready. thing is when you place all the planet cards at the beginning, they're all exhausted already. This is going to flip it up. And it'd be flipped up for, you know, like it, it, this would like maybe be like a beginning, a status phase type thing is, all right, everything that's got sympathy on it is is flipped upward yeah which is important for you know maybe the first three rounds but then kind of doesn't really matter after a while yeah so when you place sympathy on a planet on a planet ready that planet just Mm -hmm. straight up and down so if you were to take something from someone else it would ready it but it's also not under your control yet (laughs) right uh but you can spend it right so it becomes a race right right uh which is weird for them that means that all game long they were like rely on maybe low initiative of some kind or whatever and (laughs) at least for around round one's different because right there's a bunch of neutral territory they're safe it's going to be fine but yeah Yeah, they can also just take all equidistant right like they don't have to go for like they they do like a cut like one in their slice that they're actually going to put their base in and then they like pot shot out like mirror and then like hope send or something like that because hope send is equidistant or something like that you just look at like the hot the most value you can build out uh just in general and yeah. then also there are gonna be times where their slice is good and they just put them all in their own slice and they're like i don't care yeah. uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> it's funny because they'll be like i'm gonna do a forward space dock and see if i can take mechatol rex round one uh-huh. that'll be a thing right that, that they can do sometimes sure. yeah custodian not a bad custodians faction at all if they just choose to do that they just they just gotta take the right planet take some planets have influence and just yeah like second action first action agent second action take mechatol take mechatol yeah <laughs> yeah so me, cute Aranam mirror and then one for production but then that's a weak fleet i uh-huh, mean that's like a sure. really bad fleet they start with no plastic yep. that means like what they got like a three resource right they got a carrier but they can't <laughs> even do it infantry. they don't even have the stuff for yeah. it yeah it'd have to be yeah 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 it'd be you'd, you'd have to find some money i mean you have to wait for trade to pop get money and then take Mechatol or well, whatever. How many commodities do we want to give these there, guys? Okay. It doesn't really make sense for them to. I'm gonna say, so. all right, let's just get, let's keep saying nuts. I don't think they should have commodities. <laughs> like, why would the rest of the galaxy be trading Trade with, them? with these people? I, I, I'm gonna push and just say it's. A, I'm. It, I mean, it's. It feels like it should be two. I understand the desire to go off the rails, but. It feels what like that's a step too if, far. Okay. I think this what faction requires one? commodities too because we're spending planets in maybe a lot of different ways. What if it's one and they have a really good faction promissory? So they, so it's sort of like the galaxy is like, whoa, don't trade with the Wait. rebels, but they can do some crazy nope. stuff. I've got it. What? One, right. one plus bases. Commodity okay. value one is plus one ba- plus base. Value. One plus number okay. of bases. Yeah, so they basically start with two. They but start, yeah, you start three, with one, but you, in first action, you have two, yeah, exactly, exactly. I do think they should have a really good faction promissory, because it sure. makes sense that yeah. the, the galaxy have a lot would to be offer. like, avoid, avoid trading with them at all costs, but they're like, dude, but like, they have it's the people good. on their side, like, yeah. they can do some right. nutty stuff, so what well, is their, what and, is their faction promissory? Yeah, I, I would also want, just to, just to come back to this idea, because I, I think promissory note could be tied to this but within their agent, currently their agent doesn't do anything for anybody else. And I just wanted to make sure their agent is potentially modified to like be 
like we're saying place a base on a planet of the matching trait you may use that base's production I want to say if we ever wanted to sell our agent, someone else could use a space docks production, right? That's like what we could offer people is a sort of sling relay, but with more than one unit or whatever. Like we would be sacrificing it for ourselves to build out of a out of a space dock, but our agent needs to be sellable in some way. So you may use that base or space docks production, basically. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, how would we write that so that the, I'm all just of saying, those things make sense? It's essentially if the Alliance player is using the ability, they may place the base. Otherwise, do X, right? Build out of your space dock, right? That's that's sort of the, the choice I'm giving. Is It's like s similar to the other agents in the game where it's like, well, technically only they can use it, but someone else gets a benefit out of it, right? Like the, the Mentac agent where it's like, it's procking off of Pillage, which is a Mentac only right. thing, but the other person gets an action card, right? So it's like, I could pick uh, I could pick a place that doesn't have a base and I'm not going to put a base, but you could use a Space Docs production there if I choose to not put a base down. I see yeah. what you're saying. Okay. I can target so you and not put a base there. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So you're just, you're, you can just give out production in a system right. but it can't be a home system because it has to be a system sure. with planetary Trait. traits yeah um okay. so then to that end promissory note wise a very strong promissory note could be in a similar vein of like heavy production like if if we uh, this is maybe coming up with a new theme but we start with a faction with no units on the board but they're very quick at just like springing fleets out of nowhere right that's just like mm -hmm. it's like they're taking over enemy bases these were your starships and they're just mine now i've just taken your starships or whatever and built them wow. out of nowhere or whatever so like is there a promissory note where it's not doing the exact same thing as the agent but we're like able to boost people's production in a significant way yeah i don't know uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that direction. I was kind of think. I was kind of looking back at the. I was looking at outrage. Tell me, is what I tell was. Tell me thinking. about it. I want to hear your idea. Okay, so outrage. Uh, it it's just something that I that I want to get in, and it seems like I don't know if there's room for it on our faction seat. So so what if it was promissory note works like this? You can play it on any planet with, uh, sympathy. Uh huh. Remove that sympathy. Right. Gain control of this planet. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like at any point, the Starward Alliance can like trade just sell planets a planet to that they else. can just sell a planet that doesn't belong to them. <laughs> and maybe it's a con rules it's where- It's a con mech, but it's not on my planet and I'm not there either. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> this is like the wind oh, slayest so promissory yeah. on the planet. Well, okay, again, again, I, what I want to establish is in all the language of Star Wars Alliance, every time we talk about a planet, we're talking about a planet with traits. Yeah, of course. I, I do not want no home system stuff, no Mechatol Rex stuff. Right. Uh, because sure. I think that's too obvious. Like, that's just troll territory yeah. at that point. But if, yeah, if you can say, all right, well, I put the sympathy token here. And now I could possibly sell this planet unless somebody beat me to it. Um, I think that sounds really fun mm -hmm. uh, and and definitely definitely worthwhile. And also something like maybe maybe <laughs> maybe the trigger for it too is it's as you end your turn. I was gonna say the exact same thing. So, I was okay, gonna say so you can't really like... do anything with it right away. <laughs> it's at the end of your turn, but yeah. you get to just snipe. You just take someone's plan. You have nothing defending it there though, too, right? Like it's like right. I got this, and if I can like fight, it's it. So in that way, it's like it's not very good until it is. <laughs> like until well, it's that, too annoying to deal with. I, I think what it would be is every time there's a control objective, yeah. 
it would be like who ended up with that this is who like is the yin hero the this is the yeah. yin hero of promissory notes that's the yeah. problem yeah yeah so it's a really good promissory note which is uh, the thing is though i i do want to say and it might be too good i don't know if it's too good it's going to be really good when there's a control objective and when there isn't there's not really going to be much use for it mm -hmm. so maybe it's not so bad yeah but i am afraid it might be too much and that like maybe maybe uh, no let's just leave it in let's just here this is here's, how it works here's here's two things I'll, I'll give some pushback on um one uh it sounded like you said the wording was remove the sympathy token to do this right yeah so this yes. would be that player's choice not so that when the woodland alliance hands this out it's oh yeah you're right it's sort of like a why would i give this away if it's going to remove my sympathy like it's gonna take my sympathy off the board and it's gonna give them a planet what is it doing for me what's it giving me so there is a little bit of like maybe this thing should be pretty good because in theory it's setting the would the star word alliance back in some way but that should come at a pretty penny for the other person right yeah but would it just be like unused because the star word alliance player is like well i'm not giving you this because right. you can play it on any of my planets right um but does the star word like like okay could we just include in that in the top uh wording of it like if it doesn't work if the star word alliance has like units there like i think it should just be mm -hmm. like because the star word alliance is gonna there's gonna be two things going on right there's gonna be the random sympathy that they have all over the galaxy and then there's gonna be like the star word alliance slice mm -hmm. is there a way that we can say that like if the star word alliance has units there nothing happens oh, okay it. what do you got what I've do you got, got? It. i've got it okay let me let me let me first do this because maybe our listeners are confused let me read outrage to you real quick so you okay. fully understand the extent of what we are describing here. Because we've also, we're doing outrage quite differently, actually. Like, your proposal here yeah. is, is a bit different. When a player removes sympathy or moves any warriors into a sympathetic clearing, that player must add a matching card from their hand to your supporters. If they cannot, they show you their hand and you draw a card and add it to your supporters. So this is all part of our supporter economy. We haven't technically established yet. We don't know exactly what supporters are. But here's my proposal. Uh, a player can use this. You said remove a sympathy. Mm -hmm. I posit you may remove a sympathy from an opposing planet and place it on one of your own. So you transfer the sympathy. You gain, I as the player, I'm Cabal. Okay. I take this sympathy off of this planet. That yeah. planet becomes my planet. But then... I take that sympathy and I have to put it on one of my own planets. So the the Star Wars Alliance isn't down any oh. sympathy. It's just been moved. It's been transferred. It's okay, moved okay. to somewhere else and it has to move to my <laughs> own stuff. So I've gained control of a planet from somebody else, but the Star Wars Alliance now is on a planet they could spend out from under me. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got to establish something right now. I want to drop a bomb real quick. Okay. Um, because... <laughs> this is a this this faction is bad in a weird way, yeah. but really good at like two things. Uh, I want to give them something really good, which is I think that where they have supporters should count for control objectives. Like, yeah, I think it so. counts. It it counts for objectives as if they control it, even though they don't. Does yeah. that make sense? Yes. That's like they're that's because we haven't given them any like points advantages yeah, yeah, whatsoever. Sure. Yeah. We we're literally just like just. Like free jazzing yeah. the idea that they have all of these things, but none of it has to do with with objectives. Yeah. Wow.
I do agree that that yeah, their sympathy counts as it basically counts as control for all of it, right? And and that makes sense why I'm also able to tap the planets or whatever. But it's it's like a shared control. You control, but so does the other person. Like you both, yes, you can you you both have access to it. There are ways where the Woodland Alliance could potentially play as like a really weird, freaky vassal with another faction. You know what I mean? Like we could just be totally copacetic, and it's like no, no, no. I'm like on all your planets, and we just share. The planets in a way that makes sense to further both of our ends like it's the easiest way to do planet swapping trades right it's the easiest way for just like all of us to score these points but it's this constant <laughs> threat potential or whatever so okay we I have a lot of this I, no i have to tell you about yeah. a play i just came up with that i need the rules to be able to make work okay and i don't know how i just want the... <laughs> All right, now I'm I'm at the just bargaining phase of of this, but okay, so I want the Star Wars Alliance to, for it to make sense, for them to take, let's say, spend eight resources is out. Oh no. And I want it to make sense for them to take diplomacy and stall it Uh so that they can play it on somewhere where they don't have units. (laughs) So they could refresh someone else's planets and then spend them on the point before they get to. <laughs> That's something I want them to be able How are they, but, to do. Are you talking like in a four-player game? I have diplomacy and imperial, or how else I have they diplomacied on- your stuff? Like uh-huh. I don't have any stuff in it except for supporters. Yeah. But I have now diploed it. Which kind of seems like something they'd be able to do. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. I feel like I can like- lock down someone else's stuff out from under them. Thematically, the Star Wars Alliance is for the people, so yes. they should have they, like their whole stance in the galaxy is going to be a stance that like a lot of people on various planets are in favor of. Yeah. So for some reason, maybe Diplo just worked different for them. I don't know. I'm now just fully in. I don't even know where I'm at anymore as far as design. <laughs> but just that's just that. something that <laughs> I just have to throw yours. out stuff yeah. as I think of it. Okay. Let's cover what we have so far, okay? Just just to sort we of don't get have everyone a lot. back on track. We, it, oh, we I, have we more have... than you think. We have more okay. than you think. All right, all right. So all we right. have starting units, three sympathy on three planets of your choice. <laughs> um, we don't know starting tech yet. We know that the home system doesn't exist. Place it, it's and instead just says place another system with planets. Yeah, uh, where it would go or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we have commodities one plus bases. And we have right now a sort of messy list of abilities, okay? And yeah, and, and there's and, a lot because there's so much language we have to get sure, into this sure. in order to make any of this make sense. But what we currently have is actually kind of a list of bullet points that we haven't like consolidated yet. So I'm not actually okay. as afraid about this. Um, we still have a critical question to answer though. At the start of or at the end of the strategy phase, spend X to place sympathy adjacent to other sympathy. We have not decided what sympathy costs still. Yeah, that's true. I, I just don't really want it to cost Much. anything. Yeah. You just like, do it. I just don't really... Yeah, I just feel like... Because, listen, here's what they don't have. Starting units. <laughs> so, like... But I'm, t- I'm thinking about, like, round four. Like, here's here's my point. Here's my point to this no-cost thing, which I'm not 100% against. I'm just saying here's mm-hmm. here's where my head gets yeah, hung yeah, up yeah. on it, is I, we start the game with three sympathy. And then let's say it's at the start of the strategy phase spread three sympathy what if it's just that right it's just free three sympathy it's gated three, sympathy. It's three sympathy you just get three every strategy phase three plus three plus base three plus base. what do you think about three plus base let's pr- let's say that's what it is right now okay three plus base round one 
what we're technically saying is we spread three sympathy and then at the end of the first strategy phase we spread spend three more sympathy so we start with six so that actually probably doesn't work the timing is probably no, end not, of status phase yeah, actually yeah, yeah that that's not the intention yeah end of status phase which is similar timing or or, yeah. or perhaps even end of a agenda phase and end of status and or agenda Whichever, phase. I don't, I don't know i don't care once per round in a timing that makes sense that oh we'll god determine agenda later. phase oh no matt, Shh, nope, matt shut up we're not there yet bud hey listen i can't i can't do that <laughs> right now no work? shut up uh, okay all right so all right at the end at the at the whatever time spread sympathy but if we think this through in a, in a round, we, we had three sympathy in round one. I guess we're saying there's no other way to spread sympathy within that round. Like during a round, during an action phase, we are not spreading yeah. sympathy, basically. Mm -hmm. um, which, oh, that's rough. Because then and if anybody does remove our sympathy, like we're completely gated. I mean, if somebody ever removes all of our sympathy, we just have three sympathy per round. Mm -hmm. That's really tough. Three sympathy, three plus base. Three, three plus, plus base. base. Yeah. We have a little bit of control. Yeah boy okay let's let's we'll we'll sort of come back to this idea but let's let's say spread three sympathy plus base uh to place one to sympathy adjacent to another sympathy if possible um we said other players at the end of their turn may use bombardment any hit removes a sympathy i guess we have only determined that that's like the only way to remove sympathy so far still so it's we're not losing sympathy wildly easy we like players have yeah. to decide to do it um right when you place sympathy on a planet ready that planet you can spend planets with your sympathy as if you controlled them or you do control them is, is the the thing i haven't typed in yet you can you control and can spend planets with your sympathy basically um the other it's in some sort of logical multi wording the other player also con controls them <laughs> yeah and then yeah, that whole you control part is uh -huh. maybe the tricky part i think i think spend planets as if you control them is probably fine grammar wise i think it's two different statements i think it's two different statements you may spend okay. these planets and also it counts as control your sympathy counts as control for you yeah okay basically okay yeah um so and then we've said base production six space cannon five times three planetary defense whoa when did we talk about five times three? i said five times three because i just said it, i in my head i said experimental battle station okay wait that's three uh, times five though I, I did type it backwards right no five times three is correct five times three yeah yeah hit on a five they're, three they're dice. Hit, they hit on a five and you roll three dice yeah we can lower that i don't care i just i just typed it out because i was just typing while you what were if talking. it was what if it was times two sure love it yeah I don't uh, know why I'm trying to slow them down. They they don't start with any units. Yeah, they, they so need these bases more than they need anything, basically. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, okay, we have a promissory note. Outrage, you may move one sympathy token from a planet to a planet you control. You gain control of the planet you took the sympathy from, in a better wording than that. Agent action, the, uh, the, the alliance player may place a base on a planet of the matching trait, uh, of, of a matching trait, where they have support uh where they have support yeah, they need um, to have support there and then you may use that bases or space docks production yeah yeah we gotta have the, the where you have support because otherwise there'll be no reason for 
the alliance player to put support in their own slice For right because sure. like once they get ships they'll just be taking them normal style yep. but i still want them to have to allocate some of these supporters to their own yeah. area yep. like i want there to be benefits to that and incentives right so what we currently don't have well first off we don't have any faction tech yet Although we do know one of our faction techs because yeah, technically we, know we have them. a base and we need base two, yeah. whatever base yeah. two is, if that even makes sense. I don't I think know. it does. <laughs> uh, we don't have a hero. We don't have a commander. And I feel like a lot of things can could potentially be fixed with a commander. We need like we might have need for some abilities that are not available round one, but we get later that sort of make more things sing. Right. So we might have like a right. decently easy unlock that gives us access to stuff later. Well, uh, I think the unlock should be three bases, right? Whoa. I mean, that's the most obvious Three thing. bases might... Well, I guess at, at once per round... It's going to be round use, three. Yeah, on yeah. round three, we just get our... Unless, uh, uh, assuming no bases get destroyed, which, I mean, they're, they're beefy. Probably won't. They're beefy bases. Yeah, they're beefy. Yeah. They're beefy little bases. Yeah, maybe so. Three three bases. Yeah. We can say that have, for now. Have all three bases out. Yeah. Um, We don't have a mech, and we don't have a flagship. That's where we're at. Oof. That's a lot of stuff we yeah. ain't got. I do um, want to say this. everybody. Yeah, the, buckle up, everybody. That's not that much. Uh, uh, mech, mech feels like officers to me, right? Officers yes. are our resource yes. that are wildly reduced. We can barely do anything. If anything, if I were to go back to the drawing board with this faction, I would say you don't have infantry and we only have mechs. That would feel thematic. I don't think that's this faction anymore. Yeah. What we have now in yeah. front of us is not that, but that could have been a pathway we go down. That's a way to limit sort of ground force capability where it's like all sympathy and mechs or whatever. But I think we can replicate that idea of like the mechs are pretty important. Um, but yeah. I also think there's something to the idea that, I mean, the simplest thing is organized, right? A mech can just be removed to place a sympathy, right? There's our extra in the action phase spread of sympathy. We have, we have strategy phase spread oh. and then we have a mech remove the mech to place a sympathy. Now, why not? No. Why not? I'm going. I I I I got it. You got another. I got idea. it. I hold 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 the phone, everybody. I'm holding because my I'm phone. talking about going the opposite. Oh no! <laughs> so it's a deployability. Oh no! Remove a supporter to place a mech on this planet. You keep saying supporters. I want to be clear. I don't think we've decided what supporters are, but you mean sympathy token, right? Sympathy. Yes, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sympathy. Remove a sympathy. To, to to remove a sympathy, and then place a mech and. Ugh. What is triggering this? Okay, you have to act. Let's say you have to activate the system. You have to activate the system. We're removing so, a sympathy. That's a pretty big cost, don't you think? Just for a mech? I think you should have to activate the system because of what I'm a, the other oh, part. Oh, you have I'm more. Oh, I'm sorry. You have more, way more. I didn't realize. <laughs> I have more. I have more. <laughs> so, so activate a system. Immediately remove. Oh, no. After you activate a system, remove a supporter token in order to place a mech. Mech has production too. <laughs> why? Here's why. Here's why. why. Here's why. Here's why. Uh, you were saying that the mech are like the officers, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So what can the officers do? Well, yeah. they can move, they can recruit, they can battle, they can organize. And I'm like, man, we can't really pack any of that in there. And I'm like, unless the mechs are kind of like little bases, yeah. like little one-stop shops of bases but you have to activate them in order to deploy which means they're not doing anything yeah. right now can i offer a slight alternative to this okay well you got a mech there was a time when two research two are equal three i there was a time uh i just uh -huh. wonder if it can't be remove a mech to gain a command counter you can build your mechs get them out there and then cash them back in for more actions 
for more organize, for more move, for more recruit. The command token does all of those things. Is this in combination with what I'm saying, or is this I don't a different know. ability? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. But maybe what? remove a sympathy, place a mech. Mech has production two. Remove mech to gain a command token. Why? <laughs> Why would it work like that? That's the officers. weirdest idea I've ever heard. Okay, the production about- two is recruit. Let's the move is the command token. Okay. The move in battle is a command token. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's all I got. <laughs> That's it, huh? What's wrong with that? Let's 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 take your idea cuz I I feel like we I want to get more of your ideas in here and let's get rid of mine. So let's say the way it works is you can as an action or it's got to be activation, right? There's not really a way to trigger stuff with the mech outside of activating it. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a window we could use. Right. Of when you do a thing. You're, you're just trying to come up with a window to produce. Like when, when is an no, applicable no, time. No, no. Oh. We can get rid of the production thing. All that can go away. And it can just be a mech that gets, that you, that you exchange for gain. command tokens. Wait, but then that's just a command token you're spending four resources for. Right. I mean, I don't know. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm because I'm thinking of it being a sort of fun little cash flow thing where it's like I built these mechs. They're helpful to go take more planets. And then once they've taken the planets I needed to take, I cash them back in for more command tokens to send home or whatever. We have okay. a we have a free build in our agent that doesn't lock anything down, which means it's like really fun to like produce four mechs and turn those into four command tokens and do more stuff with if we're if we're able to sort of gate our production in the right uh, way. What would be the, tr- but, but that's what I need to know though, is like, what, what is the trigger for mm-hmm. this ability? Mm-hmm. That's tough. Uh, maybe it is a. What if it's at start of invasion? <laughs> I'm just trying to work <laughs> no, with what no, you're I giving know, me I here. Know. I don't know like how this is supposed to work. So but what if it was, so when, I don't know why this is what it is, but at start of invasion combat, you can just remove the mech and turn it into a command counter. I'm not really sure what else it does now, but... Here's, here's I, the problem. Here's, here's the conflict okay. we have, because there's two things we're doing, actually, right? The, the Woodland Alliance have some units on the board that are really powerful, right? When, when a single Woodland Alliance piece of wood is in the clearing, you mm-hmm. roll bad against that, right? It is a major difficulty to kill that single unit in, in a game of root. Uh, if it's yes. two, if it's two Woodland yes. Alliance warriors, that's like a th- extremely difficult to take territory because they always get the higher role, right? So right. not only is it a major force on the board, but we're also trying to combo this idea that it's an officer. But officers do not exist on the board. Officers exist on your sheet in route. So it feels tricky to sort of like, in my head, I want the mech to be like kind of both of those things and and it, i mean i think before it was leaning significantly more on the, like the mechs are primarily officers and not necessarily the other like really good defensive things they, they need to be just like a function of access to more actions which is what officers mm-hmm. do for wooden alliance late game wooden alliance is like four officers in the area and you can just do so much extra stuff right yeah i feel like getting that like yeah it's like which one do we want do we want it to be like guerrilla warfare do we want it to mm-hmm. be which is the the defensive ability you're talking about right which i i think like like the idea of using one of your command tokens and getting a lot out of it with the mech 
I think makes sense to me is like sort of covering both because mm -hmm. mechs have sustained damage. Right. They're already more defensive on mm -hmm. planets. Mm -hmm. So like being able to deploy them anywhere, but also now we're basically talking about a much better version of the yin hero and you get to use it yeah. all the time. But also you're sort of like, it's sort of not that because as be a planet where you're like, all right, I can just place a mech here and fight whatever's there. So yeah. it's, it's definitely a planet that's been left with just uh, an infantry yeah. uh, or, you know, or two infantry, I guess. I feel like we uh, could return to sort of your initial instinct, which was to say, like, at the start of invasion, at the start of an invasion, remove <laughs> sympathy to place a mech, right? The deploy is at the start of invasion, you've activated the system. Uh -huh. Where I have sympathy. I'm going somewhere I already have sympathy. And a right. mech gets to spread out of nowhere. But I'm removing... Uh, the cost is the sympathy. The cost is the sympathy. Yeah. Yeah, that makes it really... I mean, that's really simple. Now it's just like we're just getting mechs a little cheaper. Yeah. But they're not and really I think cheap though, right? Because sympathy is pretty costly. I think that's yeah, where I initially came something. back to like, I wish that then I could later exchange that mech for a command counter. I, I don't know that that was the right impulse, but the idea to make it better. Your, your version of making it better was like, let's give it production too. Let's let it be a sort of forward supply well, and, 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 and mine doesn't have to do, I mean, no, mine was, no, mine was way more bogus than that. <laughs> mine is activate any system where you have sympathy, yeah. which you can place anywhere. Right, right. Deploy a mech there. Which yeah, yours it was not like limited. <laughs> yeah. Yours was super fight. yin hero, like you said. Yeah, that yeah was, it's that's basically the yin hero, but like, and then they build at the end of it. But the thing is, I actually don't feel that bad about giving them some build stuff because I want to do that. That starts with no like starting yeah. units yeah. at all i want to take away the yin hero-ness of it make it at the start of invasion but then keep the production get rid of the command counter thing that's what i want to do with the mech okay but i do want to point out there's not going to be there's not going to be an invasion mode like th this trigger is pretty limited because if you have a supporter on like a planet that's not invasion when they take it right like well or is it? it is because it's not in my play area i can still invade planets where i don't have sympathy Wait, I'm confused. What? What? Sympathy is a token on a planet yes. that lets yes. me count as controlling that, but that doesn't yes. mean I have a foothold there of anything else meaningful, right? So I can still target it and take it, and that planet is in the other player's player area when they control it. My sympathy's there. I can tap it on their behalf and spend their resources. We're thinking about two different things. We're uh -oh. not even talking about the same thing. I'm talking about defense. Like, I'm talking about, let's say, I place a sympathy next to Barony's home system. Barony invades. Mm. Does that even count as invasion because there's no enemy units there? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I guess you're kind of saying, you're kind of answering that because it's like, I mean, it sort of does. Yeah. You have to wait till the end of your turn to use bombardment. Right. So it's sort of like saying, yeah, I can't take that planet yet. I have to bombard the supporters off and then mm -hmm. I'll take it because otherwise there's going to be this surprise mech there. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that works, right? Is the idea of if I've, if I'm in control of the space with my sympathy, yeah, I can just like mechs can just appear there, basically. If I want, like if I if All I right. just want, them I like to. it. Yeah, I like it. I but think it it's... it can also technically be used offensively if you've like really sort of coordinated it as such. Because because here's the thing we haven't really talked a whole lot about is sympathy on someone else's planet. It's really good if we can spend it first, but we can't always spend it first. Sometimes that sympathy is useless. Everybody might just 
pop tech and and produce on their first action and we just don't have any benefit from any of our sympathy you know what i mean if, if we don't right. spend the plan first it's nothing to us we've changed the whole scope of how everybody wants to do things within a round anyways so we have to flex a little bit of like where do i actually want that sympathy how often do i just want sympathy in my own territory anyway this might be like a sar thing where it's like oh sar's supposed to be nomadic and it's like actually you're just as good if you just sit in your slice and play your game kind of thing that that might right. be it's a valid way to play wooden alliance so yeah i mean i think at the start of any invasion you remove the sympathy place a mech production too i think that okay real quick mech the deploy shouldn't just be remove a sympathy mm -hmm. because what do you have to do in what do you have to do in route? You have to like, in order to train an officer, you have to spend a card from that, your hand. Yeah, from your hand that like matches that matches that. So, what does that mean? Let's say, I think they should either have to uh, pay for the mech, which is like too similar to in for me, mm. or they should have to spend. Maybe spend a token from strategy. Well, or... but here's the thing: you're you're saying a spend, but what I, I sort of what we've proposed is the spend is the removal of that sympathy. So that defense only happens once, right? And then I got to find a way later to get sympathy back onto the board, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I don't true. think yeah, we yeah, know. Yeah. I think the big question you and I both will realistically have here is we don't actually know like the value of sympathy yet. <laughs> we have no like until really. yeah, yeah until we sit down with this. Neither of us have any idea if this sympathy thing works at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's like really hard to tell like how busted this faction is because we <laughs> opened so strong with bad stuff. So now if we give them any good stuff, we're like, is that too good? I don't is even this crazy know. good? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This All is right, one. This episode eventually needs a follow up episode where we've played it and we're like, okay, we have some notes. <laughs> yeah. So here's like us actually fixing it. Uh, flagship. What do you think? Yeah, you think? man. Give I don't something. know because I think something. Flagship is so hard to sort of. Uh, translate because Woodland Alliance, or I mean, a uh, root doesn't really have anything specifically like that. You know what I mean? There's yeah. there's nothing where it's just like this one spot on the board, and we have bases. Like we already have critical positions on the map. So if anything, like I with flagship, I lean more like we need to bounce more off of like what this sympathy stuff is, right? I just think this flagship mm -hmm. needs to interact with sympathy and just like some sort of combat way or whatever. Like some, you know, it just, it may be a very, a, a quite simple thing, but it's useful for uh, being on the offensive against places where our sympathy exists. Should we want to go take those territories from other people? I think it should be like a rickety, like Frankenstein <laughs> sure. out like flagship where uh -huh. it's like really crappy but like cheap <laughs> like i've noticed like one of the one of the only things so like we have the nomad gets the flagship for for free mm -hmm. um but there's not like a cheap utility flagship mm -hmm. and i think that would be maybe like an unexplored sort of like cute. what if it was like it costs four resources mm -hmm. it has it hits like something silly like it hits four on a nine like it's like oh that's not very good right uh it's not the worst then, it's four dice but it's still all it's four on dice yeah. but they're just hitting yeah. on nines not good uh and then has like capacity eight something yeah. like that that seems like, like a lot of capacity to me i, I would maybe scale that back still because yeah, especially because the combat because capacity too much hp within a bunch of dice to roll is like a pretty killer combo actually so i would i would yeah, what if it oh, i'd just yeah. still limit it to the three the standard three capacity the standard basically. three yeah. yeah so it's like it's just this like weird carrier that they get early yeah maybe it costs like four or what if it costs like two what if the whole thing what if it's only boon is that it's cheap <laughs> It's just not like it's not like wait. 
Well, I, sorry. I, I, I like where you're going with this. I want it to be cheap, and I just have mm-hmm. a, a, an additional idea to yes, it. Yes, throw it in. Which is it to in. say uh, the, uh, the printed text of this flagship is in adjacent territory, players may not use bombardment against your sympathy. This is just a little safety net on oh, your sympathy. Okay. One yeah. space on the board, right? It's just a flagship. That's the thing about a flagship is it's really nice when it's like, hey, that makes this one spot on the board like different. And if it was yeah. just a block, or, or maybe not block completely, because that could be overpowered if we are playing a Woodland Alliance that just plays in a very safe slice or whatever. Yeah, but if yeah. it was like reduces bombardment by two, right? Minus two to bombardment yeah. or minus three to bombardment or something like that. Right. Yeah, I like that. Um, I I think I think just no, just not being able to b- bombard at the end of your turn is like pretty pretty awesome yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, and then the idea that it's cheap is just kind of hilarious to me. Like I just I love the idea of a flagship where you're like, yeah, it's not good, but the whole point is it costs two. Yeah. Like that's it. Right. The whole point of the entire thing is, yeah, I mean you're gonna build it. It costs it's better than a cruiser. Right. Like it's right. not you know. It's 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 like a good cruiser with three capacity, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's not even better than a cruiser because it's four on a nine. Maybe we should get rid of that part. Actually, maybe yeah. it should be like two on an eight. What's the difference? Yeah. I don't even know. But. I think I think it should be two on a nine. Okay. Four bucks. Four and, bucks. And it blocks and it blocks all of the. It it doesn't stop it. I think it's too much for it to wholly stop it. I think there's situations where that's ridiculous, but I think it's like minus two to bombardment against your sympathy or what i mean what what is what does bombardment happen on like we mostly on threes with war sons and and fours with dreadnoughts fives well fives yeah fives but uh but also they get to roll multiple dice i feel like the minus two is not really that's not enough right i mean they get to roll like a bunch depending on right because this is the end of every turn is that what we yeah, said this is the earlier? end of every turn i think it should be binary because they get to try over and over like mm-hmm. a minus two it is just, gonna mean that yeah like, i guess because then the idea is the i because what scared me about it is the notion that like i can just lock down this whole territory like i just lock all of this down but the flip side also, is well just go kill the flagship and then you can go bombard the stuff here's the thing thematically what is happening so this is some sort of weird poorly constructed kind of rust bucket but it has like an antenna like what it's doing is communicating with the surrounding planets yep. and letting them giving them navigational and geo, geo geological data that they need in order to avoid yeah. bombardment right yeah yeah four bucks two on a nine capacity three move one players may not bombard your sympathy in adjacent clearings am so it's just like not very good but it is cheap i mean that's quite cheap four bucks half off half off flagship just like get it get it now while it's while it's hot i mean i wouldn't really say that's that cheap because its utility function that you've given it is not useful like it's useful maybe late game but i would say four bucks is actually not something you're gonna build Mm -hmm. in a hurry right no definitely i mean like you could build a carrier for that carrier has more capacity Mm -hmm. um and yeah it doesn't i mean it's the the combat is garbage right but yeah i mean i guess it's like it's a base protector kind of thing. It's a, it's a, it's just a little swath of land sympathy protector. Yeah, yeah, but also you're gonna build it, so it's gonna happen in your slice. Mm-hmm. So that effect is not gonna kick in until you can like move it somewhere. It feels well, like. Well, that's the big question we have still. I think I, I, I don't disagree with you. 
it's just the idea of man i have no idea where we're supposed to put this sympathy as this faction <laughs> like i don't know what our actual goals are with sympathy i like it's it's so hard to know uh but i think you're right like I, so you're, what you're pushing for is like let's get some more rickety goofiness on this thing because the the bombard mm-hmm. the block bombard isn't speaking to you enough yet right well it's more like i just think like it costing four like the i'm just look i'm evaluating it from a player perspective mm-hmm. and i'm like Oh, if I got to spend four bucks, I'm just going to build a carrier. I'm not going to build this. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have enough. Like I'm not in yet. Right. Basically is what I'm saying, because I'm going to be placing my sympathy all over the map. This thing doesn't even protect that much sympathy. And I'm probably going to build it at home. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not going to build it out on the fringe. I'm right. going to build it at my, in my base, house at my base. And I'm not worried about my opponents using the bombard ability on sympathy in my adjacent clearings or <laughs> you were you wrote clearings <laughs> you i did write clearings, clearings the on the thing <laughs> that's so funny it adjacent system. yeah uh, uh <laughs> that's so funny uh but yeah so i don't yeah i don't know i don't know that that's enough value i th- I, I, yeah. I i think as a shark i think i'm kind of out actually mm. on this version of it shark. like i'm not building it <laughs> i'm not building it now well, let me, but, but let me tell you have to be good i, I mean I, I take your point i mean are are you pushing for two dollars or are you pushing for different abilities you just you just aren't wowed by the bombard what if we ability? compromised and said three what if we said three sure so it costs as much as a carrier uh-huh. but it's definitely better than a carrier mm-hmm. like well i'm actually still unconvinced of that because it's i just don't understand i mean i don't know how many there's plenty of flagships in the game that are like not a convincing buy, right? They're uh-huh. eight bucks. That's true. It's, I, That's so true. my point is a little uh, bit Matt, like it's not like a flagship. turn. You really want to make some of the components a not convincing buy? <laughs> What's the point of that? <laughs> We're like, not. What is Dane. your logic? <laughs> I'm just no, trying to right. re- just, well, just whatever. I, I, no, let's I, make it. it let's does, make it eight, and it'll be called the Never Build May flagship. <laughs> I, I think you and I have a disagreement about exactly what's happening with sympathy and what kind of like in what way we would want to be protecting our sympathy. I don't know. I don't I'm not saying you're wrong. I just think I'm I, I still I, I'm, fear sympathy. I don't a lot. I don't, don't want to I don't want to fight over this one. You know what I mean? It's the I'm also don't, like I'm not going to go in and adjust anything. I'm going to leave it at the, the three compromise because I don't yeah. know what else to think about this thing. The so. three compromise. <laughs> the three, I mean, that's it what it's is called. useless. I do want to say it is. <laughs> I don't think it is. Useless. I think protect. I think protecting sympathy is uh, potentially important to this faction, but yeah, there's no way to know until we don't play this ever. <laughs> would you be, would, well, let me ask you this. Do you think you're going to be building bases in other people's slices? No, but I think other people are still going to come attack our stuff. Yeah, but they're, the sympathy they doesn't come, go away when someone takes planets from us. Our sympathy is just still there. We've not addressed absolutely. that. So yeah, but we all, we also have a way to spend the sympathy. I just feel like there's a lot of reasons that this flagship doesn't actually protect any actual sympathy that's all i'm saying yeah i don't know that's what i that's what i'm unconvinced of so it's it's hard to yeah. say we have what yeah. one right. we, we have how many ways to remove a sympathy the mech so far is that it what do you th- uh yes well, yeah. the, and there's like a move it's not technically remove it's the like yeah yeah in place there's a there's a move let's talk about the commander yeah. what do you think the commander should be because all we've said is it needs to be once we've unlocked three bases it is a it is a round three by definition ability um but yeah like what other ways we've come up with a bunch of ramp for this faction right we've already come up with like commodities one plus base spread a sympathy three plus base or whatever like we we have this sort of ramp idea already in place and we need to introduce another thing to it with the commander um yeah i think that's tough what is there anything on this woodland alliance sheet we have not properly um, that's, what I, that's what i'm looking at yeah. now yeah we we don't have we don't have uh the idea 
of the other side of outrage, which is that we hurt people's movement into our stuff, right? In Root, it costs to even go through Woodland Alliance clearings. To, to walk into one costs you a yeah, card. It's and true. we haven't really expressed that idea. We've expressed, like, how, how you know, yeah. what, 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 actually, we haven't even expressed, like, ta the taking of bases also doesn't, like, cost. Because the idea is, like, we, we did the promissory note as outrage, but we didn't actually recreate outrage. We, we created oh, we, this kind no, of other didn't. cute wonderful my favorite idea in fact of the whole faction is the promissory note but we haven't addressed the like it costs to do to come towards us well what so what should it cost yeah. i mean i think like i think that's what we got to figure out is what does it cost to activate a system with with and, sympathy and inherently by putting this on the commander that unlocks once we have three bases we are if it's scary if it's too scary we give everyone a reason to attack us early which is great. Which is great. Because we might put our stuff right next to them. And yeah. they probably need an incentive to make that stuff go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think it should be juicy. It should be something good. Um, I think that it should be like... Well, what's, what's like... What's like a non-creative version of this? I mean, it could just when be When you like activate my stuff. When you, when you activate the, uh, the Alliance stuff, it's like it costs you three trade goods or whatever. Like, wh whatever that is. Right. Okay. Because there's also this idea too of if I don't have the cards in root, it doesn't cost me anything. They just gain something. Right. So it's like take three trade goods, but if there was none to take, like the Woodland, the Starward Alliance, like just gains, just gains the trade goods or whatever. That's obviously like crazy. Three trade goods for an act. You know, I, I don't want it to be that, but that's sort of the like you said. That's like the bad example. We could. Aim well, also in we have direction. to keep in mind that this commander has to be tradable because this that's it's true. A it commander. has to be an alliance. It, has to be an alliance yeah. so uh so yeah that makes it really tricky really nasty <laughs> yeah i think what if it was what all do they do i mean what what have we not captured thematically what about okay what about there's uh, nothing with cards yet exactly and i was just about to say what about at the start of a combat uh and and each combat is maybe too much but but maybe that's sort of supposed to be the point right is like with each extra thing you do to the alliance it costs you a lot what if it's give an action card to them give them an action card if you, at the start of combat right just at the start of combat you must give an action card to the wood alliance player if you don't have one they may draw one yeah i mean and they're that's a sneaky faction you... they have lots of action cards we just have another action card faction out there yeah. that's kind of fun yeah yeah, I do kind of like that, actually. And it's sellable. Uh, Someone else can also draw a bunch of action cards when you yep, when you target yep. them. Don't ever give this alliance to a Sorrel because they'll draw two action cards. <laughs> well, in theory. no, that doesn't make sense because they're, they're getting it from a player, right? From a player, but I'm saying if you don't have action cards, they... I mean, are we? So what, what's the choice we want to make? Do we want to mimic in, in Root? I, if I don't have cards and I attack with an alliance, what alliance still draws a card from the deck, right? Yes. So do we want that to be it in TI? Or if I don't have action cards, I have free reign on Woodland Alliance. Is that kind of better for TI standards? It might yeah, be. Yeah, what do we want? Do we want it to be action card tax, but if I don't have action cards, I'm the one that should attack Woodland Alliance because just drawing a card is not very good. I kind of like that because it's not like, like they're going to get cards then. They're going to get yeah. some amount of cards. And, yeah. and this is, we're yeah, talking no, about, this is we're right. talking about, uh, combat specifically so it's weird how it doesn't interact with sympathy which is the point of outrage right outrage is supposed to be where sympathy is but that's not this this is where our unit this is like 
in combat specifically. So yeah. that part is interesting. But what if it's also during the bombardment thing? <laughs> Wait, what? When you bombard their sympathy, do you also do this? Does it cost an action card to bombard their sympathy or is that way too much? That's way too much. Never mind. I've already talked myself out of it. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, well, <laughs> I kind of do like it actually because it's sort of saying like, you better you better do something about the sympathy before uh, before they get all their before bases it gets worse. down. Yeah. Which feels like a Woodland Alliance it does. thing, right? Like, thematically, I think we are in to check. ramp up at yeah. the end. Okay, yeah, include that. <laughs> include that. Okay, there's a lot of terms in here that aren't correct yet, but it's fine, all right? Everyone shut up. We'll, we'll hire <laughs> Milty to go over this. Uh, commander, unlock three bases, and then at the start of a combat or a sympathy bombard, another player must give the defending player an action card from their hand. Yeah, and if they can't, Woodland or Star Wars Alliance draws an action card. Yeah, I want to point out too the the intent of this is that it's always defensive. It's always it's not when when Woodland Alliance goes on the offense, they're not drawing action cards for going on the right. offense. That's right. It's when you are the target of an attack, when you are the defending yeah. player. So that defending player yeah. language is in some way important in a way that actually makes sense. Okay. Technically, that means we only have like two things left here, Hunter. We have, yep. we just got to come up with a faction tech, <clears throat> which boy, now I really feel like Dane, right? Like, oh wait, faction techs. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's this, it's this weird thing that's right. not pertinent right. to anything else we've talked about. Well, obviously we have a hero has been waiting in the wings. Yep. In my opinion, mm -hmm. the hero is absolutely called revolt. Oh okay? my gosh. Yeah. And I think what it should do wow. is explode all of the sympathy by choice according to the starward alliance and just i i don't think it should i think you should okay here's what i think again this is it's the only issue i have with it is it's all sounding a little too uh similar to yen but i do this is this is my pitch to like we made good yen today of, well yeah maybe that's the whole thing is we made it we made a better yen but uh but here here's here's my push what if a uh, sort of cabal style or yeah so it's you you activate the hero which is called revolt you go around to every planet where you have sympathy and you can maybe maybe you have two choices or maybe you just have a binary choice you can either do this or not and i think the choice should be to destroy everything on that planet um and now that could be your stuff that could be their stuff whatever yeah um i don't know why you would do your own obviously you wouldn't right but this one's tricky because to a certain extent, we already have this. Like the idea that we have sympathy out there and the agent may place a base mm -hmm. from a matching trait with sympathy. We haven't really fully established what that means for like when you do that to a place with other people's units, right? Oh, I didn't think that it would be like, I think if you, I don't think you can, right? Like, yeah, I surely it would have to be your own stuff. A planet... I well, think in well, my head okay, at one point you... it was because that's that is technically the ever present threat of a base. But I, I'm also agreeing with you that that could be recycled into hero and it's a once per well, game thing. Like so, I... the problem is that the base would get placed, and then what step are you at? <laughs> like they, they're going to fight the base, but what? I don't even know where we're at. Is that space cannon defense? If it's yeah. combat, he doesn't have a combat it's value. It's like a benediction so it just thing, right? Yeah, it's well, and it, yeah, because normally you place a base plus a 
plus a warrior or whatever, or a warrior per sympathetic clearing. That's funny. Yeah. A, a ground first per, per sympathetic trait planet or whatever. That's too much, though, I mean, in TI terms, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't that's, know. that's way that's Well, way especially for round one. Well, actually, round one, we're using it to just get our first base on that. We don't care that there's no matching supporters, right? And that's true of Root, too, right? Our first base in Root so often is like, listen, it's just over there, okay? Just nobody yeah. freak out. The second base yeah. is like the nuke. But to all of that, I don't mind separating this into two things where the bases are friendly but then we still have revolt as a second as the hero as a one-time thing and it's right. devastating and we sort of have co covered that idea within it i i think i'm in agreement with you that that the agent and base placing is actually a relatively safe thing on planets only you control basically right yeah or <laughs> Let's uh You're such a cheeky little devil. Let's have a little more fun. It just doesn't I'm not having enough fun. Sorry. What if the way revolt works and I'm not again, we need somebody smart needs to be on the show, but uh I'm just gonna say this and mm -hmm. then translate it somehow. Uh -huh. What I want to do is play revolt and then take my bases and my ground units back into my player area. Mm -hmm. And place them in new spots. That's now it's literally just the in hero. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, like, it's but with not. bases instead of ground forces. With bases instead of ground forces, and then those units attack. It's basically I'm reorganizing my entire slice no, in you're the right. final hour. It's not the yin hero. It's like ten times better because you can stock <laughs> up for it. It's like I can have fourteen infantry there where there's no way you can stop me. Well, okay. Here's what we need. Here's what we need. Then there needs to be a very big penalty for losing a base. That was mm -hmm. something we talked about earlier that yeah, we did not true. work in. So what if you can do this and it's awesome, but when you when you lose a base, it's very bad. Yeah discard your hand of action cards or whatever yeah yeah so i i would say i would say the limits here should be you have to have sympathy on the planet uh so that everybody has an opportunity to remove that sympathy mm. and then when your base comes in it's a combat like it's not you know it's it's not just like removing stuff so like you really do have to fight where you're going uh-huh but um, you've stocked and then up now, for it. like you've always stocked up for it like it's the oh, easiest yeah, yeah. fight and of your it, life right right and the point is, too, that technically... It, I'll, I'll note also of a matching trait, right? Like, again, this isn't home systems. This isn't Mechatol yep. And it's yep. very specifically yep. one hazardous, one industrial, one mm -hmm. cultural, if you have them on the board. Yeah. 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 I like mm. it. I think it's... So the hero is I as good as bases you already have on the map is an important thing. It's not... It's remove, and for each one you remove, that may get placed somewhere well, else. what about this? Here's a limit. What if you can just do one base? Let's limit it. You yeah. can't, it's not as, it's not, it's a not bunch. like I think the yin you have hero. To. Because here's the thing you get that the yin hero does not give you is that you're moving a base that you maybe already activated and built out of. Yeah, and guess what? You're move. moving it to a place where you haven't activated and now right. you can build out of that right. again. Right. So it has a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Right. Basically. Yeah. Remove, remove one base and place it on a sympathetic clearing clearing uh, on <laughs> a sympathetic planet of the same trait and and yeah. part part of that is the notion that when you remove bases in our base text the text on our base unit is when you remove these units discard three action cards yeah that's thematic yeah 
So when you do your hero, you in you inherently discard three action cards just to do this. Right. If you've got them. Yep. Yep. Okay. So we're like an action cardy production faction. I mean, it feels like Woodland Alliance. It like, really does. I feel like I we think. have preserved I mean, a we lot don't, of the We vibe. say that, and then we'll sit down to play it and be like, wait, this is some other horrible, horrible thing. <laughs> well, okay. I'm happy with that hero. And I, I was I was specifically trying to avoid us talking about Revolt so that it could be the hero. Yeah. Um, Revolt's good there. It makes a lot of sense yeah. for that to be yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, play something on something, clearing the same trait. Uh, uh, with uh, remove one base and, and its all units. units. And place it on the same thing, and then and then start a combat on that planet or whatever. So you, and then you do have to succeed. Basically, is the idea. Yeah. You know it's hilarious. Yeah. Oh man, uh, because like they could just parlay you, and then just like everything's dead. <laughs> I'm just. Oh, saying. I love it. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the that threat of this. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. A fact of this is that parlay blocks it, and then all your stuff dies, and you lose three action cards. <laughs> Yep. oh my god people will I never use like this it. hero people will just they'll just wait for parlay to get played and it's like okay phew the hero is safe well now. you're th this makes sense though because you're an action card faction so hopefully you have picked you got up sabotage yeah it's very true yeah uh in, in theory although you know uh who knows what we didn't ever establish uh what what the giving of an action card is to the other player is it a random is it give a random action card when you lose a combat i think it should i think it should be random yeah. yeah yeah i don't think they should get to choose because then it's like what's the point yeah they're just okay. gonna give you crap so we just we've just forgot to do this other tech so we don't get to end on like unless we want to come up with a really goofy tech we all, actually we also have to come up with what base two is so we have two techs we have to do to go out on this turns I out think, very long episode that we just like went whole hog on yeah yeah <laughs> i think base two should be like production 10 space cannon five times four yeah it's just like a stat increase of everything basically planet like, defense still yeah uh i've always wanted there to be a base with anti-fighter barrage because i don't see why not that's like, cute i yeah. love it anti-fighter barrage six times four <laughs> yeah yeah it just it just they just wallop they yeah. just really pack a punch it just, now. No, just please don't kill my bases they cry yeah they cry out uh, people yeah. still probably won't get it because it is still yellow yellow we can't change that right. and we're not gonna but right. uh, oh we never picked a starting tech uh-oh <laughs> well, hey listen you always got to write your intro after you've written the yeah, the, right. the three right. acts <laughs> okay so so what's their faction tech um god what have we left well you know what there's no we don't have any crafting <laughs> <laughs> we did not come up with crafting and that's not so, necessarily that's just a roots thing i mean woodlines is good at yeah, crafting but, but also yeah but i'm looking at words on this uh -huh. i'm looking at words on this, this sure. board that we ain't got in this sure. game sure oh so crafting sure. is some well we never figured out what supporters were either we have sympathy we don't have supporters Well, so far we don't have supporters because we haven't made anything cost supporters like everything just exists so yeah we don't we yeah, just that, straight up don't have supporters. Sense. i mean if anything at this point we could call tech one supporters and it's just it's just the thing that we get to come up with. It's just whatever we want it yeah. to be or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, so what about, so, so here's the first thought that just jumped into my mind uh -huh. and this feels actually quite bad and disgusting because this becomes a required tech. But the thing about supporters is if you have no bases on the map, discard any cards that would be added beyond five, you have a sharp limit to like your supporters. What if this was like a limit to your sympathy until you get this tech? 
Is that too mean? Oh. That seems pretty mean. This faction really relies on getting that sympathy out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, and we have made it like decently easy for like not all but most factions to like get rid of the sympathy. I feel like we've been pretty fair. Yeah. Like this faction's gonna be annoying to play against, but not like I don't know. We'll see. Actually, they don't necessarily. I think what we've yeah, what we've made is something that makes everybody's time worse, but they don't necessarily win games ever. (laughs) Like we don't know yet if they ever win a game. We basically built like a new Arborek as if that's (laughs) what was needed. It's not what is necessary. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Let's see. So there's also there's also martial law. You must spend another matching supporter in the target clearing uh, if the target clearing has at least three warriors of another player so there's this idea in root that it's harder to spread sympathy in bigger stacked clearings um and we could have a tech we could have sympathy operate in a similar way and the tech sort of unlocks that or something i don't know but that feels just like that feels like you know building a glass house or whatever it's like we were just making this thing to, de- to make us then have to design around it or whatever um, you know, we actually haven't done guerrilla warfare. Ooh, We've ooh. made good mechs, but we have not made anything that makes oh yeah, you're just right. like that... battling better. So it feels like maybe I just it don't could know be a how combat. How to translate tech. that ability though? How do we do that? Yeah, you when when you roll dice, like you, yeah, I don't know because you don't roll your dice technically at the same time as your defender. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Let, let's. The, I I have an idea that I don't think is very good. Okay. And I also feel like guerrilla warfare here is also kind of tough. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's just both let's both have bad ideas sure. and we'll see which one is even worse. <laughs> we'll take that one. Uh, so I was thinking like you know what we haven't put on is draw one card plus one per showing per per base. Sure. Yeah. So what what super neural motivator? <laughs> well, what if it's like an action? It's like as an action you draw. One action card plus per base. plus base. Yeah. So it could be four Stall action cards. That's for so many action, action cards. That's a lot. That's so too, that's way too But have we given cards. enough reasons for people? Like, this? The, these bases are, like, major threats to anybody on the table. Like, have we given people significant reasons to kill our bases? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. But, mm. yeah, four action cards plus a stall is pretty ridiculous. Okay, let's talk about guerrilla warfare. So... In battle as defender, you use the higher number, and the attacker uses the lower. Okay. Wait, no, we can do this. So, it's this is maybe too well. I don't know. Okay. So, as an exhaust, what if you, after defender and attacker rolls, you can exhaust it and decide which roll is yours, <laughs> or just or just at the very least swap the two sets of ro- like for one combat yeah. round swap the roles swap the roles of the two swap the roles two things swap the number so of anytime hits. someone comes at you even if it's a minor fight and they're like i brought in it's i've a pretty bad time of my to be real like it's not very good you know like when we talk about uh, supercharge and supercharge is just like plus one like anything what i'm saying is okay, anything that is one like singular this. combat round is pretty yeah. bad it's true but it does enable you to do really funky stuff, like attack a giant fleet with not much of anything. Attack a war sun and, and steal the war sun hits. And then the, <laughs> the, the war sun is destroying itself. And it kind of fits with guerrilla warfare because maybe the idea is like, yeah, you're flying this like little ship in there and you're flying it so good that like they're all confused and they're shooting each other now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> exhaust like after hits have been rolled yeah whatever after yeah. after dice have been rolled uh to swap the number of hits 
each combatant scored. That's not at all how things are worded in TI, but that's the idea yeah, yeah. of this. And this is yeah. the anti-Muat. This is like, go kill Muat real quick. The yeah. tech. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, if anybody has a war sun, you can kill him with one ship unless they have, like, that war sun supported by a lot of HP. Yeah. But a lone war sun, this will just kill it easily. Yeah. I kind of love it. I think it's insane because it, it also, here's the thing. In, in a close fight, that's like not quite in Woodland Alliance's favor. Yeah, this is this actually could still just a thing. Yeah, it's, it's like a thing that just clinches a ground combat if it needs to. It's not especially. It's, it's after too. We're saying like I look at the dice and I decide if this is the time to swap it. Yeah, it's a yeah. once per round ability. Mm-hmm. We might be we maybe get bio stims as a, as a faction. I think this is like yeah. a two red. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me too. It sounds like similar to duranium to to duranium or something like that. Yeah, two red, two yeah. red. Okay, man. Okay, we didn't pick a starting tech though. Oh shoot! Uh, I yeah, don't even sure. know. Who knows? They I, get. I mean, like we could just go with like neural motivator. Like, what's a cute thing that could happen though? Like, do they? Start- I don't think they need neural motivator because they're already getting some extra action yeah. cards, and I kind of don't want to make them like an action card faction. Yeah. Do they start with transit diodes? <laughs> move sympathy around and oh, just like move no. our infantry around. Just like just, oh, we just no. transit. We just like move our infantry or whatever. Wait, didn't we do that with the Merryweather thing? We also Probably. started with transit. What is our deal with starting with transit? It's yeah, such I mean, a cool it idea. Transit. It's, it's the coolest idea you can have is to start. It's got to be transit because it makes sense. It yeah. just makes sense is the thing. Here's one other alternative. And okay. this is too good. Like, this is dumb. But do they start with integrated economy? But we've made this faction that doesn't necessarily have to take planets from other people. <laughs> like, they're just spreading sympathy. Yeah. So they're not necessarily taking planets by force to then build on them. I think I don't think they can start with integrated, but I much. think maybe just to stay on brand, we have them start with transit because it makes them sort of look like the Woodland Alliance more. Uh huh. Uh huh. But can we real quickly explore any other options? The problem is like all the most like the base game and POK stuff all cover like so many of the possible combinations of of like baseline right. tech. So like the only interesting thing to ever do is go for like oh a level three or four tech or whatever. Uh, so it's hard to like decide there's anything kind of more I mean I think we should stay true that. to that mm-hmm. and the level 3 techs are fleet logistics which would be hilarious for them to start with uh uh hyper mm-hmm. transit or duranium yeah and I think of those four it's got to be transit the only one that really makes sense if they start the, with hyper that's just boring the only other alternative is to start them with a unit upgrade right start them Whoa. with pds2 or start them start them with, with infantry 2 infantry 2 <laughs> <laughs> the only the only faction who cares useless. about infantry too useless it's but useless, it, it exists but... Hmm. 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 weird so weird what a dumb it's a little too weird it's a little too weird it doesn't make sense too with the fact it doesn't the problem is none of these texts actually make sense like with this faction in sort of except a, for transit i think transit, transit makes sense. yeah it is it just has to be it's just got to be transit it's just the only that's their that whole thing is they're like they're, they're it's not even that they're in, all over. in fiction what's happening is that the this the the Star Wars Alliance yeah. is just like kind of shifting their resources around. It's not literally like people are traveling. It's like we have we have a contingent yep. out on Aranam and they need uh, some supplies from this other area, so they've been shipped there yep. secretly. Right. You know, right? Makes sense. I think it, so. It feels think so. right. Okay, let's overview this faction for everyone as if this were a guide to the Star Wars Alliance. They start with no units. They start with three sympathy on three planets of your choice. And part of that is innately when you put sympathy on a planet, you get the planet ready. So you you start the game with three sympathy. You start with transit diodes. 
You do not have a home system. We've made the dumbest set of things. I love this. Okay, yeah. but you yeah. but instead of placing a home system, you place another you just you get another system with planets. It's got to be a system with yeah. planets where yeah. your home system would have gone. You just draw it randomly. I don't know. I don't actually care how we decide where that what where that one comes from. Draw a planet right. system randomly from the deck and add it. Their commodities yeah. is one plus bases. We have this recurring theme of plus bases or plus X where X equals bases. It just seems easier to say plus bases. I don't know if it makes right. sense or not. Abilities. We haven't named these, but whatever. Actually, and one more thing too. We never actually determined the correct timing of this, but we said like at the end of status phase, spread three sympathy. What if, what if we get rid of this? Hang on. Starting units, none. But then yeah. we keep our That's strategy. We, we, already, the, we, the, already, the, yeah. we already talked about at that. At the end yeah, of strategy yeah. phase, you place your three uh, Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So, so there's no start, but it's the first thing you do is to do that, basically. Right. Okay. Uh, so you, pl- so you, you, you spread three sympathy plus base to place one sympathy adjacent to another sympathy if possible. Uh, we sort of didn't so reckon means, with the fact that we can't yeah. jump gaps, but I suppose that's what the, the if possible sort of we always spread to within our network of planets and we have to fill that out until we jump into the next area does that that's not really what we wanted no so how do we sort of how do we adjust for can this can this just be adjacent or one extra away or like how i mean i think you should just be able to place them anywhere i don't care okay all right yeah i mean they're gonna be like in equidistance they're not even gonna be like all clustered it's gonna be like Oh, I can pick this up because I'll beat the other stuff. Because remember, it's still a race every time sure. as far as spending goes yeah. between you and that player. Because yeah. it's not like we're making an extra deck of planet cards, which is, you know, something I said. <laughs> <laughs> their next ability is other players at the end of their turn. This is such a weird ability because it's things other people do. <laughs> May use bombardment uh, on your planets with sympathy any hits remove sympathy. So it's not bombardment against units, but it's bombardment specifically against sympathy. And their final ability is when you place sympathy on a planet, ready that planet, you control and can spend planets with your sympathy. The other player also controls them, basically. It stays in their play area if they're the ones who control it. But if you become the only person who controls them, they do come over to your play area, is the idea. We did never address the agenda phase, but I think it just works. Like, I think it just, like, we have access... To influence and we can just it's spend just other so people's much about it's so nasty yeah it's like who goes so just like you're like spending someone else's influence before in they the can. agenda phase yeah. and like but technically being... what that means is like the two of you are in an obvious sort of coalition because it's like listen this, this influence is getting spent like one way or the other i mean yeah. it's all like yeah. it's also my available total influence or whatever so we just sort of have all to right i'm gonna to spend three of mine influence and six of matt yeah. uh <laughs> for the outcome that elects matt for public execution like <laughs> This is, yeah, this doesn't, this isn't real. This <laughs> Whatever we've made, ever. it doesn't yeah. make any sense. No, it's good. It's very good. Our final ability is instead of a space dock block on our thing, we have bases. The image looks different. It is not space docks. Throw your space docks in the garbage. We don't have anything yep. that's addressing that, but we just have base pieces of plastic. We're going to yep. force Fantasy Flight to make uh 24 molds 
because they have or nope. these these are just different colors no, these are just it's, it's just three it's just it's not just in your player color it's in no. sort of a hint of trait yep. a, a hint of cultural a hint of hazardous and a hint yes. of industrial yes those are your technically space docks the alternative with this would be like this isn't a space dock and you can use the space dock unit or whatever if, if a people need to sort of picture what we're talking about but hunter's Ow. sternly saying it's a Ow. funny new piece of plastic it's a funny when new you piece remove of this unit discard three action cards but this unit has production six space cannon five times two and planetary defense their flagship costs three dollars sure combat two on a nine capacity three move one players may not bombard your sympathy in adjacent systems your mechs have a deployability of remove a sympathy to place a mech production on invasion, two. Uh, on invasion. On, yeah at the start of invasion um so that and that's aggressive or defensive right Basically. oh yeah does it count is it you, do you invade a planet whenever... Yeah, I think you do. Yeah, that's you do. right, right? You're still yeah. invading a planet even if your sympathy is on it. You control the planet, but you're still invading it because there's opponent forces there or whatever. Okay. Their promissory cool. note is outrage. You may move one sympathy from a planet to a planet you control. You gain control of the planet you took the sympathy from. Their leaders are the agent as an action. We didn't come up with any lore for any of this. I don't yep. have time. This we is don't two have time. and a half we don't hours. Have time. As an long. action, the alliance may place a base from their reinforcements on a planet of a matching trait with sympathy. This one will be the bunny. <laughs> this is the bunny. Right. Yeah, yeah. The bunny. This yeah. is the bunny agent. You yeah, may yeah. use that bases or space stocks production. The commander, Hunter, what is it? Uh, the commander is going to be the mouse. I agree. Uh, the unlock is three bases at the start of a combat uh, as defender. Or at the start of a sympathy bombardment, another player must give the defending player a random action card from their hand. And the hero, uh, which will be, of course, the dog, because there's not any dogs. And no dogs. Or is it a dog? And I thought it was a dog. It's and a Rook. dog. It's a dog, right? It's yeah, like yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, red dogs. Yeah, the, do the yeah. red dog, the red, red dog. fast uh, yippy dog says, yeah. remove one base and all units and place them on a sympathetic planet of the same trait. Start a combat on that planet. Their texts are a two red exhaust after dice are rolled swap the number of hits scored by each player yep uh, i said scored i don't know what that means score you know what i mean though the, the number of hits yep. earned the number of hits rolled uh and then their second tech is of course base two which we got a little lazy with and it's basically just it's production 10 space cannon five times four afb six times four uh planetary defense it's just made that a little bit better you'll you'll never research yeah, yeah. It. you've got other stuff yeah right? whatever <laughs> How do you feel? Hey, everyone, get out there and like give all of these abilities names and make artwork and do do uh, turn this into something, okay? And then we'll yeah, play it. Work, we'll do everybody. a stream. We'll do a stream where we play this in some capacity. I mean, yeah. all the art's already there. You could just literally take a bunch of root art and slap it on a TI. Yeah, board. yeah, yeah. Steal art from our sponsor, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Leader Games. Yes. This is how this is how we fall out with them. <laughs> uh, we just started so, like, the arc. <laughs> steal some of Leader Games art, okay? And use it for a fantasy flight game. Uh -huh. And let's piss let's off just, both companies at once. You let's know? burn some bridges. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank our weird bears: Big Al, Cappuccino, Squeamish, Emu, Pope Billy the Second, Brassbird, Cabal, Soul, Kaluan, Daryl, Jadim, Jedi, Carnal, Necrodice, Twice, Kindred Spirit, Alice, Lord Raddington, Emilchevsky, Sunfax, Absol, Ricky, M44, Rwise, and Spirit. Thank. <gasps> and I want to thank our Teensy Sprouts: Baldrick, Kraken, Frank G, General Pith. My son is also named Bort, Uncle Batty, the Wild One, and Vince. Everyone, I will not uh, do a homebrew review to this this week. This whole episode has been homebrew. It's been two and a half hours of homebrew. Think you've had enough of us evaluating homebrew. Uh, so let's skip straight to the agenda phase.
Imson asks, uh, why should I swap supports with you guys? Uh, listen up, Imson. Uh, you can, as opposed to you or any other player, watch uh, us play a lot of Twilight Imperium. And when we play, it's public. When we play, people are watching. Okay? So I would say this, Imson. Why should anybody swap with any player that isn't me and Matt? Because y'all out there have nothing to lose. Okay? You can you can just change your name, move to a different school, and nobody cares. Uh -huh. Okay? I, I come into some random game. Uh, people recognize me by voice. They know exactly who I am. Even if I come in and say, I'm, my name is Bunter, uh -huh. they don't buy it. Yeah. Okay? We got a reputation. And uh, I, I want people to support swap with me, so I actually am saying that I'm pretty much the only one you should swap with. <laughs> uh, my my sales pitch is I'm ultimately a coward, and uh, I'm too afraid to lose any victory points, so I would not break supports with you because I don't know what I would do with myself if I ever cost myself a victory point. There's almost nothing I would do uh, to, to, to do that. I'm too afraid. I'm too afraid of losing points. I'll say this uh, just to give you some advice about swapping with Matt. It's a 50 50 because you have no idea. He's going to get into AP mode and who <laughs> knows what the what the math is going to tell him. So it, it's like who like and I don't, if I'll I, even I do the predict. math right. Like I'll do the I'll do the math and then attack you and then you'll be like, but you only get to eight. And I'll be like, oh, wait, shoot. You're right. Dang, <laughs> darn it. <laughs> That's actually very accurate, I would say. So, I mean, I just say like w with Matt, it's flipping a coin with me. You know, I, I got a reputation to uphold. And my reputation is not uh, for being a backstabber, okay? Maybe for being a gaslighter or, <laughs> or for being a little too sassy. Uh, but Here's, it's not My for argument is support. specifically with Imson. Why should Imson swap supports with you? You two have history. So, you know, you, you know yeah. how this goes. You, Imson, Imson and Hunter knows how this on. goes. <laughs> We're swapping supports. You know it. Why are you, why are you acting... Why are you playing this way at this point? Uh, I, I, I'm playing hard listen, to get, baby. <laughs> Imson, I read this question and my thought is, uh, you mean the support right here of yours that I already have? <laughs> you can send us this Imperium Life Stories to SpaceCatsPeaceTurtles at gmail.com. You can rate us on any podcast app you like. I don't care where you do it. Give us five stars and just tell us how good the Woodland Alliance are in twilight imperium really confuse everyone about what this show is actually about uh yeah yeah the, say my favorite my favorite show about how cool root would be if it was twilight <laughs> imperium instead down with leader games down with fantasy flight <laughs> uh you can also go to our website spaceguestpeaceturtles.com for information about our patreon our discord our merch all of our stuff and uh yeah i'm uh, boy what a I did not expect us to sit down today and record for two and a half hours. Uh, that is yeah, not I, at all. I got a little grumpy in the middle of this recording when I realized <laughs> that that was the case. I literally was like, oh, yeah, this is going to take a long time, huh? It's supposed to be one of the fun ones, uh, okay? I Instead, had fun. I I'm had sweaty. Fun. <laughs> I'm sweaty in the middle of the day. There's okay? no shirt on. Hunter is just I do like... not like when I have to take another shower because my job is podcaster. I'm not supposed to have to take after work showers. You know what I mean? It's just supposed to be, I'm supposed to be sedentary. I'm supposed to be lazing about, okay? This is what people think it should be for me. But instead, I'm standing in my hot room and just yelling for two and a half hours. You try and go to your work and yell for two and a half hours. You can't, all right? 
you can't. You don't have. You don't have it. I'm out here. Oh my god. My lungs are so strong. Every day is a workout. You sit here this whole lungs. time trying to talk over the ambulances and cop cars outside your window. I mean, yeah, how, yeah. You, what's, what kind of competition is that? Yeah. It's like literally, it, when you live in New York City, it feels like you live on New York City <laughs> is what it feels like. Thank you for listening to Space Cat's Peace Turtles. And thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum. <laughs>